0: Perhaps. And we're going. Woo! For our first episode. Wait a minute. At round 11. <laughs> it's not actually. <laughs> <laughs> round 11 recap, I should say.
1: Don't listen to him. It's not the truth. He's telling fibs.
0: As one that publishes everything, I will dictate what is the truth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Seems slightly unfair.
0: Yeah, It is what it is. <laughs> Alrighty. Should we send it? I guess so. What's this new intro song? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Are we going to get a copyright shot because that's longer than 15 seconds? So or? I saw
0: Top Gun Maverick this week. <laughs> it was really good.
2: Top Gun Maverick? Yeah, it's so good. Is that the name of the sequel? Yep. Ah. It's better It's better than the original. That's not too surprising, actually. Well, Yeah, alright. Well, no. So I've seen the original three times. Excellent movie. Yeah. Love Tom Cruise as an actor. Can't stress that enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, Tom Cruise aside, and Goose, it's, uh, it's essentially just a homoerotic film for an hour and a half. With nothing nothing so really happens. I
0: reckon I can guess your favourite scene in the original. The Take volleyball you. scene. It's the volleyball scene. It yeah. is. Well, undoubtedly. They, pay, they pay homage to that scene in in the new one as well. Tops Excellent.
1: off too. Hmm? Tops off as well.
0: Tops off? Yeah, no shirts. Oh yeah, yeah. tops. <laughs> off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are no tarps. <laughs> <laughs> no rain in sight. Covers are coming off, boys. Um, um, you've definitely convinced me to see the new film now. Go see it in the cinema. Because oh. the sound had my bones rumbling. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Shook me to my core. I was on the fence
2: uh, regarding the... Volleyball scene And I was worried That perhaps
0: They'd water it down Or it wouldn't be in there For some reason Well it's not volleyball But they pay homage Ah uh, Yeah Was it a football? It is actually um, Like American American type I do, Football I do, Ah I do like football Interesting yeah. Flag football? And they make it No They're on the beach still Yeah. But they make it more relevant To what they're actually doing As well And that's all that. Uh, yeah Hmm yeah, it's pretty good. Hmm.
1: Someone's got a good arm. they guess, launching missiles from quarterback.
0: <laughs> 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 Fucking yum. Yeah, no, it's pretty good. Uh would recommend. Is there a leather jacket, aviator? The exact same jacket, yeah. Oh, okay. He also rides his, rides his motorbike without um, a helmet. Uh, Again, <laughs> Very cool. Same cool motorbike guy. too. Yeah, very cool guy.
2: Safety's for nerds.
1: Does he smoke?
0: I don't... I think so actually. Mm, not that cool. No though. cigarettes. Nah. Yeah, no, he's yeah. too he's tamed it down a little <laughs> bit brought it down a notch. Bummer.
1: Alright, well, should I do the actual song or is that just gonna <laughs> be the song?
0: <laughs> I mean, you can do the actual song if you'd like and we can we can void this um this top gun segue. Up to you. No, wait where you go. Alright.
1: Dun <laughs> dun 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 Dunna, dunna. <laughs> What's going on everyone? We're here with episode number 11 of the Storm and the Beach podcast, talking about all things great and garbage from our sports viewing this week. What's going on, fellas?
0: Maddie's, yeah, not, not much. maddie has got
1: nothing. <laughs>
0: Maddie's mid-burp, so... <laughs> Look, I saw Top Gun this week. Yeah, beauty. Yep. Well done. Oh, did ya? yeah. Yeah. Oh, the wow. original? No, no, Maverick. <laughs> Top Gun, Maverick, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, but yeah, no, had a good week. Uh, edited a lot of podcast episodes this week, so Love hopefully, that. um, Love that now the we're going to be caught up. This episode should hopefully come out before games kick off. Yeah, full uh, credit on to the, the Friday boys. Night. Um,
1: hopefully, this is our first episode prior to the round that we'll be providing a <laughs> bit of a <laughs> preview on. Um, but we do
0: recommend you go back. Oh, absolutely! Don't time, skip ahead eh? to here. <laughs> <laughs> Please go back and listen to the other ten episodes. Um, there'll be a lot of recurring jokes. Absolutely. Um, we planted some gems in there that we're going to harvest later. Mm-hmm. Um, so please, please <laughs> do go ahead and and listen to those. But yes, absolutely so welcome I to our, our listeners, the especially the um,
1: North Macedonian
0: fans we have out there. <laughs> That's one for the people who have listened from episode one. That's one for the <laughs>
1: one for the day ones. What's going on, Maddie? Um.
2: Not a whole lot. (laughs) (laughs) Bit of (laughs) meditating,
1: perhaps. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Uh,
2: I'm recently finishing up a contract job I've been doing for the past couple of months. Excellent. And um, no new job lined up. So hopefully... Life on the edge. We'll uh, make a couple of... Million dollars each, you know, just conservatively. In the first couple of months. First (laughs) first couple of days by Matty's hopes, I think. And, uh, (laughs) yeah, then we can just ride the podcast.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well... um, Podcasts are very lucrative, right? That would be... Most people find success. Through podcasting? Well, see, there's not actually that many um, podcasts on the internet, so we are hitting a very empty market as <laughs> we're well. We're probably
1: one um, of the only podcasts on the internet, I would think.
0: Possibly the only one about sport. Don't think I've ever heard of that before. Yeah. Um, hopefully we get some traction with the fans, given that it's a completely new medium to everyone. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Getting on early. <laughs> yeah, we're really boarding this train <laughs> At the end of the line. Blazing the trail. <laughs> <laughs> Riding it all the way from varsity to, to central, boys. <laughs> perhaps there may be an empty seat in the
2: carriage, which was missed in the hustle and bustle. Or perhaps uh, someone was a little bit too nervous to claim that seat. and That seat will be ours, boys.
1: Our time to shine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Three sir.
0: boys, one seat on the train. We snagged it. Three plus one C <laughs> <laughs> I think I was watching that last night actually. Oh it was it good <laughs> Yeah, not
1: bad actually. Huh. All right. What do you reckon? Get into um uh Butcher of the Week. Which what is-
0: as ROGs would know is unofficially sponsored by Super Butcher. hmm The unofficially sponsored
1: Super Butcher, Butcher of the Week. Yep. Um basically recounting anyone in the in the previous week who's made a meal of something, who's absolutely marked it up. Intentionally or unintentionally, unlike Super Butcher, who unlike who? Super Butcher, who provides quality cuts, quality cuts, prime meats, and other various things to do with pet food, barbecuing,
0: etc., etc. Sausages, for example, yep. yes,
2: brilliant. Possibly only, possibly only overshadowed
1: by their unbeatable
2: customer service.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, they'll slice, dice, cryovac everything for you right there in the shop to your specifications.
2: That's a super butcher, butcher, local favourite in Queensland up here.
1: Absolutely. So, nomination for this week for the <laughs> super butcher butcher of the week. Uh, I'm nominating us as a collective podcast <laughs> for not releasing any episodes on time up until this one. So
0: bittersweet, but
1: we're getting a nomination. We're going on the list
0: I'd also like to nominate us um, (laughs) Just for not actually having a proper Butcher of the Week For our first real episode um, So we had to nominate ourselves with something else
2: True Uh, It's a bit disappointing
0: Yeah Previous Butchers of the Week have included myself (laughs) (laughs) Matthew Um, Matty Isaac yet to make a solo appearance What can I say? His time is coming. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> falters. <laughs> the bigger they
2: are, <laughs> the louder the noise. I, I,
1: yeah, I think that's the same. Yeah, that's exactly how it goes. <laughs> word for word. <laughs> Beautiful. Alrighty. On to the shit list, boys. Uh,
0: now, what is the shit list? <laughs> uh,
1: the shit list is a collective list of people and or organisations that have scorned myself or other members of the podcast in the past. So this week, I don't have any additions and or subtractions. No one's worked their way on or off the list. But the list as it stands, Devin Booker, NBA player. Calgary Flames, an organisation. Paris Saint-Germain, soccer club. Le Thank you. Uh, Manchester United. Football Club. Fair. You not dead. Uh, Cavalry <laughs> Flames...
0: I'll stop, sorry. Well,
1: actually, Cavalry Flames, again, were on there, but got this entry removed for themselves on the 19th of May. Well done, boys. What happened so, on
0: the 19th of May? Did they win?
1: Uh, I believe, yeah, they won their series in the playoffs. Probably. The boys. To get through. The Edmonton Oilers are on the list. Uh, Phoenix Suns in on the list on the 19th of May as well <laughs> for losing their series. Uh, KO Sports (laughs) due to not having the NHL games that I wanted to watch entry on the 19th of May KO Sports again on the 26th of May uh, having scoreboard the wrong way around for the NBA Uh, and KO Sports again on the 26th of May for having a really really shitty sports analyst working for ESPN (laughs) on the NBA games (laughs) (laughs) giving you live Hungry Jacks and or Amy Crosses mid
0: game (laughs) and such analysis as The Mavericks are 10 points up, and that puts Golden State 10 points behind. (laughs) Back to the studio. It's the important stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Ah. For the um,
2: observational fans, you may have noticed Devin Booker's name came before the Phoenix Suns as a whole. Not only for their complete blowout, Mm -hmm. giving up a... Was it a 3-2 lead or 3-1?
1: Uh, could have been 3 2, maybe. Because it, it can't have been 3 1, right? It, I mean, it could have been, but. Either way. Either way. Phoenix Suns, terrible. Coach of the year, apparently. <laughs> and they <laughs> lose. Has exactly the same team. Doesn't make it as far in the playoffs. Coach of the year. Okay. Definitely for the OG fans, though, you will notice that Devin Booker
2: earned himself a spot early in the season, well before Phoenix Suns. Uh, displayed such a disappointing game in the finals mm-hmm. in the conference finals and uh, to that I would say to the fans wondering well does Devin Booker really belong in the shit list how bad can he be well there you go 0 from 7 at half time in the most crucial Western Conference finals shit list shitty player yep yep fact <laughs>
1: Undisputed. Back. Confirmed.
0: Isaac is completely even Keel saying that. Absolutely. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> it's like he says it every day. <laughs> <laughs> and I think PSG speaks for itself. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Same with United Law. Uh-huh. Yep.
2: Absolutely. There's far too much money invested in those clubs mm. to be
1: performing <laughs> the way they're performing.
0: Yes. But we love to see it.
1: (laughs) We don't hate it. All right, should we get into the thing that everyone comes to us for? Our expert analysis on the round that has been in the (laughs) AFL.
0: Once again, I think you've got it mixed up. Um, The people stick around for the coin toss at the end.
1: Ah, they do, that's yep. right, yep But don't skip I've ahead I've made
0: that joke before I heard myself make that joke mm-hmm. When I was editing a previous episode today <laughs> um, But given that this might be the first one people will listen to I'm just going to throw it in there Excellent, it's well done going to reuse my own shit Well done All afternoon
1: Not plagiarism though, so it's fine No,
0: it's not Because I quoted myself technically, didn't
1: I? <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh. clears throat> Beautiful siren, well done Thank you Alright, round 11 recap Time on boys uh, conveniently, this week we've got another three-three-three set up for the boys, so there's no jumping around. We just smash out our three games and then uh, get to listen. So
2: you can safely skip ahead through Keelan's recaps, and you won't miss
0: you won't miss anything. Really. Conveniently, I'm right in the middle, so by the time you've gone to sleep from Isaac's three, um, <laughs> I, you'll be out cold for mine. And you'll be able to wake up when we all make fun of Matt's uh, shitty analysis. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: And based on the length of my swans one, they could be asleep in the first three paragraphs. Because there's a lot.
0: Well, I mean, your first paragraph is only a sentence. So, That's true. Um, I'll leave it up to them. All right. Let's get into it. <laughs>
1: a prime time clash at the SCG to open the round with potential to be really influential in the top eight. Sydney hosting Mangrook against Richmond. Both teams coming in with a record of 6-4 and four and on 120.4%. So, pretty even. There was like... Wait, you they're know, both 120.4? Yeah. There nice. was like 0.012% difference between them both, score-wise. Bonkers. So, pretty good. Uh, extra, extra. Read all about it. Isaac was right and there's no doubt about it. <laughs> Sam Reed opening the scoring for the match and giving Isaac a great start to his returning goal kicker's prediction from last week. You're welcome. Well done, mate. <laughs> you can put your pants back on. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing I got a microphone stand so I can beat myself off while I read this out. <laughs> Shish! <laughs> the Swans and Tigers traded blows until Hugo Ralph, his dad, definitely wasn't a word smith kicked his second of the match. (laughs) The Tigers jumped out to a lead, kicking three in a row, accurately finishing their opportunities with five goals straight for the quarter. The Tigers continued on the hunt in the second quarter, kicking four goals in a row before the Swans could get some comfort from a warm goal of Braden Campbell's soup, but the relief was short-lived with Jaden answering back and getting himself on the board. The Swans delivered the last blow of the half, with Buddy Franklin kicking his first goal of the match, and the Tigers holding a 25-point lead at half time. It didn't take Richmond long to pounce into attack in the second half, with Jaden adding to his goal tally shortly after the bounce, taking only 17 seconds to convert his second goal, putting the Tigers up by 31 points. Now remember that. The Swans paddled their way back into the match with four goals in a row to end the quarter, with contributions from their superstars, Buddy and Papley, and Isaac's favourite, Sam Reid, adding two more for himself, with the Swans heading into the last, down by only six points. The Tigers turned up the heat and applied the Prestia, with Dion kicking the first of the last quarter, but the Swans were on the offensive at home. Hoping to protect their nest, Lance kicked three more goals, taking his tally to five, giving the Swans their first lead since the first quarter. Wicks lit up the SCG crowd, converting a tap-in as a result of forward pressure, defensive pressure from the Swans' smalls. Isaac, he needed no assistance, converting his slight angle out from from about 15 out, with the king of fourth-quarter goals giving the Swans a bit of breathing room, kicking out to a 12-point lead. Uh, after this goal, Heaney is tied, the, is tied for the lead for most fourth-quarter goals in the competition. 11 goals in the fourth quarter, shared with uh, Max King from St. Kilda. That's a stat for you. The Tigers swipe back through Gibkes, bringing the margin back to six with just under three minutes left. And I reckon we're about, I don't know, halfway through my thing
0: at the moment. (laughs) A big three minutes ahead. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Just like usual for me.
1: (laughs) The The Swans and Tigers wrestled back and forth for the last three minutes with no scores either way, before the ball found its way to the boundary line for a throw-in, with six seconds to go. Barring anything ridiculous happening, the Swans were home free. But wait, there's more. With about half a second to go in the match, Dion Prestia, prestia everyone's buttons, was awarded a free kick on the wing, and as the siren sounded, before the whistle was even finished, Giga Chad warner showed the beta Richmond fans what's what and launched the ball into the crowd. <laughs> Much to the dismay of the commentators, how dare someone disrespect Richmond? Were crying, looking at UBT, that it should have been a 50-meter penalty as Chad kicked the ball away after the free kick. <clears throat> Luckily, and I quote, common sense prevailed with the umpires not awarding a nonsense penalty and Prestia having to try and launch a bomb about 90 meters after the siren, which of course fell short. As did Richmond's dreams of winning their first match, the SCG, since 2015. Swans holding on by six. Sydney Swans, 16 10, 106. Richmond Tigers, 15 10, 100. Got a bit of a breakdown here over the last six seconds from what I witnessed as well. (laughs) So I've viewed the tape, I've broken it down, I've run it back a million times and picked up everything that there was to see, multiple angles. (coughs) What was missed? was a high fend from Prestier against Chad Border, which, of course, was not paid. But Warner's reaction to the fend, which was to hold on to what he couldn't see, was awarded a free kick. Then the amount of time between the whistle being blown and the fire, final siren sounded was about as long as I last in the bedroom, negative one second. <laughs> <laughs> the whistle was still going when the siren sounded. There was that little time left. The AFL, uh, sorry, Richmond coach Damien Hardwick said post-match, it's irrelevant, what he thinks the call should have been. We can look at that last incident, but the fact of the matter is we're up by 30, 31 points. It's easy to look at the last play, but we should have iced the game, which is fair. Game's not over at half-time.
2: That's well said.
1: Uh, The umpires also issued a statement on Saturday morning, and I quote, the umpires made the correct call in not applying 50-meter penalty against Warner given the immediacy of the free being paid, the siren sounding and the ball being kicked into the crowd. Case closed. Moving on, Richmond fans, and BT. (laughs) Fucking (laughs) BT. See you later.
2: Nah, Hardwick makes a very, not only respectable, but I think a completely fair point. And if you're up 30 points and you blow the game, not to take anything away from the Swans, sorry, so you're up 30 points... It's a pretty good margin going into the final quarter of anything and you end up losing. Well, yeah. How much of an impact does one penalty realistically have on that outcome?
1: Mm. Yeah, exactly. It shouldn't.
0: Essentially, get good. <laughs> Don't give away your lead. Um, it's that simple at the end of the day.
2: <laughs> just Just win. Just win. Just win.
1: <laughs> just finish it. All right, beauty. Should I uh, move on to the next game? I think it'd be rude not to. Excellent. I
2: (laughs) fucking hope you move on. (laughs) (laughs) Unless we can all just sit here silently for 42 minutes. I don't want to edit that. (laughs) (laughs) Help, somebody sneeze. Oh, shit.
1: (laughs) The Lions returning to the gabbertoir, looking to keep a hold of second place on the ladder with the Giants coming off a win over the Eagles where they kicked their highest score since 2019. Saturday afternoon played host to what seemed like the first game of dry weather footy in Queensland this season (laughs) and as we say up here it's beautiful one day perfect the next
2: (laughs) (laughs) say it all the time
1: (laughs) (laughs) the Giants were cooking with gas with Bobby I don't know you Hill getting (laughs) the first goal of the match and Toby was making the Lions fans green with envy kicking his first shortly after Extending his goal kicking streak to twenty six straight games for the Giants. Formidable streak. The first quarter goals continue to rain in like blows from Manny from a Manny Pacquiao combo. Aye, 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 aye.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> With a combined fourteen goals two kicked between both sides. The most in an opening quarter since Geelong vs. Sydney in round four of twenty thirteen. Leading all scorers was President Lincoln McCarthy for the Lions and Toby If he was shooting on NBA 2K, he would always be green for the Giants. (laughs) Nice. A much quieter by comparison second period took almost eight minutes to register its first score, with Eric whipping out his hip wood, sliding one home for his first major. The Lions got a lot more of the footy while applying the pressure, winning the quarter, 3-3 to two goals straight, with Jared Berry sweetening the quarter, kicking it first and sending the Lions into the Orange's break down by only three points. Another one of Isaac's returning goal kickers, opener scoring of the second half. I hope Daniel McStays in the front of your mind when you're looking at any time goal scorers in the future, kicking his second to give the Lions their first lead of the match. Brisbane started rain-a-ring on the Giants parade, and the big men from the west of the town were seeing Starsevich after Brandon topped off the Lions five goals to one run. James and the Giant Pete Ling kicked his third goal for the, for the second straight match to end the quarter and keeping the Giants alive. Lines up by 21 at the final break. The biggest small giant, Toby Green, had the scoreworm wriggling the right direction for the Giants, kicking his fourth and the first of the last quarter. But Lockie Neal brought the Giants to their knees, kicking his second and re-extending the Lions lead. Josh Ned Kelly shot straight to keep the Giants alive and Jesse Hogan kicked his second to bring the margin back to 11 points, but Hogan's heroics were too late. With McCarthy kicking his fourth straight to seal it, the Lions held on and felled the Giants by 14 points. Brisbane Lions, 16, 14, 110. GWS Giants, 15, 6, 96. And uh, I'd like to shout out at Sir Swamp Thing on Twitter for all the AFL stats in this episode. He's a sports statistician, mainly covers the AFL. Huh. Works for Channel 7.
0: Just to clarify, those are just the stats Isaac provides. Um, as I did not know this Twitter account existed, um, all my stats um, I thoroughly researched myself. Well done. Bloody um, <laughs> oh, did nah. the math, <laughs> etc. <cetera.
1: laughs> <laughs> at the same time as the Brisbane game, Geelong played host to a different type of clientele at the Cattery, hoping to cement their spot in the top eight with a match against the lowly Adelaide Crows. The Crows were circling early with their pressure and lining up for shots on goal like birds on a wire, but weren't able to hit the main target. The big Tomcat Hawkins latched onto a ball on the doorstep of the goals, curling it in for the usual Saturday overtime crew to find it in the construction site. (laughs) Shout out them same boys that are there every week.
0: (laughs) What are they working on? (laughs)
1: Uh, A grandstand apparently, but it's not getting up any quicker. They're mainly just sitting around picking up footies by the looks.
0: They just like watching the game, let's be honest.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's a rot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Most expensive
2: rot to watch in yeah. <laughs> free AFL in all time. <laughs>
1: Up the boys. Effort on them. <laughs> Geelong taking the lead with the first goal of the match, 15 minutes in. It didn't take Geelong to get back on the scoreboard again, with Brian Myers, my score, shopping around the pack, <laughs> and the ball finding its way to him to check out the goals. We may have to reword the phrase, as the crow flies, and pick another bird, because Adelaide was sending shots on goal everywhere but between the big sticks, finishing the first quarter, zero goals, six behinds. The Cats came out swinging in the second quarter, delivering a three-piece combo through Cameron Hawkins and Tyson landing the last blow. But the Crows were quick to brush it off, and (laughs) foggity about it, forgot about it sorry to
2: interrupt it's important for the fans especially the new fans for the debut release of our show um just the disgusting amount of self-satisfaction Isaac has (laughs) on his face as he reads out his jokes every week not to say (laughs) that the jokes aren't good
1: but it's disgusting nonetheless it's no less satisfying every time I do it (laughs) (laughs) I enjoy it just as much every single week.
0: (laughs) Yeah, full credit to you.
1: Thank you. Appreciate that.
0: (laughs) Up (laughs) Isaac. Forgot about it.
1: (laughs) With Darcy giving the Crows their first goal and Shane saying, McAdam, getting the Crows. (laughs) Second. The Cats got back into hunting with another three in a row before Darcy... Drifted in like fog, Addy, and took a grab directly in front of goal, kicking a second and keeping the Crows' hopes alive. Cats up by 28 points at the main break.
0: Surprisingly, amount of Fogarty jokes in there. That's pretty good. Yeah, That's he was a good effort. He
1: uh he featured heavily. Yeah. The Crows must have got a spray at halftime because they came out flying from the dressing rooms, kicking the first three goals of the second half. With other Crows starting to finally assist Fogarty on the scoreboard. But Darcy also got his third goal, and Keys unlocked some of his potential and got the Crows to within nine points. I like that one. <laughs> the tide must have changed in Port Phillip Bay, because just as quickly as the Crows were up and about, the Cats swiped away the potential comeback, kicking three in a row for themselves to finish the third quarter. Jeremy had the camera on him once again. To start the fourth, kicking his fourth goal from deep in the pocket, and the Cats were starting to pick feathers out of their teeth, kicking two more before McHenry kicked Adelaide's only goal for the quarter. The Cats were grinning from ear to ear after a strong final quarter. Geelong running away with it and murdering the Crows by 42 points. Geelong Cats, 15-7, 97. Adelaide Crows, 7-13, 55. Ooh.
0: Huge. Ooh. Oh, that's me. It is. Yep. Sorry, the next one is me. Now, we have <laughs> Narm, uh up against Frio. Now, we didn't touch on it last week um, because Matt didn't see my notes because he was reading off his own shit and not the company, Google Drive. I apologize. Um, Perhaps but a late butcher of the week entry. Melbourne changed their club name to Nam, which is the uh, traditional name for the area that is now Melbourne. Ah. So, full credit to them and to also... The, uh, all the graphics people in the AFL and everything who have completely good, changed it. literally everything. everything. Yeah. Wow. Um, and the all the commentators were pretty on the ball too. Um, so full credit to them. Full credit yeah, good advice. on them. Yeah.
2: I, I would like it to go on record.
0: <clears throat> <laughs>
2: I did notice last week that the name had changed to Nam. Um, I was deeply self-conscious as I didn't know why it was changed. I didn't know if perhaps that was what it was always called. And as a grown man, <laughs> part of an <laughs> yeah. AFL podcast, I was too afraid to ask anyone for help.
0: On a technicality, it or has it. always been called NAM, but the football club has not. I see. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good to know. Always. I, of
2: course, always did and was just testing the boys' knowledge.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. No, that makes <laughs> sense. So, so, as we were saying, NAM uh, hosted Frio. Uh, And just, I just want to apologize in advance. Um, My my notes uh, were very rushed today because I edited quite a few episodes of previous podcasts today and so squeezed in a lot of content very quickly. So apologies if um, it's shit. Um, (laughs) It's not always going to be like this. Please don't base it off one episode. <laughs> There's 10 others you can go back and listen to and see that I've done some decent things previously. Please please start from the start. After after making sure you've got your tips in for this round and listening to our advice, yes. go back. <coughs> yes, start from the start. Start from the start. Binge, binge them. You'll have a full seven days to finish 10 episodes. It'll be easy. Take a sick mm-hmm. day and you'll leave. One a day, Whatever easy. you need to do. Binge the shit out of it. Amen. Now... <laughs> On my third attempt, I'm gonna s- <laughs> <laughs> NAM hosted Frio. The first quarter was a low-scoring affair, with only three goals scored and about a billion behinds scored. <laughs> the majority of the behinds went the way of Frio, who scored one six and uh, for a total of twelve, to the Demons two two fourteen. Odd that a lot of scoring opportunities went the way of Frio, as opposed to the all-powerful NAM, though. Uh, Late in the first quarter, uh, there was a big sub for Nam. uh, Stephen may have a concussion, uh, so he was replaced by Luke Dunstan for the rest of the game. Not a good sign of things to come. The second quarter looked like an entirely different game. Melbourne got forward, and they got forward well. They kicked four goals for the quarter. Toby Bedford didn't come out of the break sleepy and managed to kick the first two within five minutes. Isaiah picketed some pockets and scored one for himself, and Bailey was not on the Fritz, as Fritz scored himself his second. Big man Rory Lobb managed to score Frio's only goal for the quarter, five minutes out from halftime. Score at the half, Nam 6-8-44, Frio 2-7-19. Now, I mentioned the second quarter was an entirely different game from the first. The third was a different game again. Nam would have been wishing they had Stevie May out on the field in the third because Frio came out firing. The D's had an uncharacteristically small third quarter on the scoring front, and got eight goals scored against them through three different, uh, sorry, six different goal scorers. This put Frio in front by 17 at the final break. Nam have had very good third quarter performances. Yes, all year, extremely, good. barring singular game and this one. So, uh, very surprising. Um and then they didn't score a single goal in the final quarter to Frio's four goals blowing out the margin to 38 points at the final siren. Bit Jeez. shocking if you ask me. <laughs> yep. Now afl.com.au are all talking about and by all I mean the one guy that wrote the match recap I suppose. Um <laughs> how this win has like premiership origin story quality like this would be the first game they when Frio wins. In theory, this would be the first game they go, yeah, that's when I thought they were going to win. Mm. Right?
1: People were calling it like four rounds ago when they were beating everyone and then Golko's put them in their
0: place. Yeah, well, I still had Melbourne back then. And I still do, actually. But um, To be fair to Frio, they did manage to finally end their 17 game... Uh, sorry, the 17 win streak that the Ds had. Um, but, you know, they also had two shocking losses to the Suns and the Pies. Um, not Good. because the Suns and the Pies are bad, but because they were shocking games mm-hmm. yep. for Frio. Yep. Um, and I don't think we discount the Demons just yet, given that it's their first goal, uh, first game they've lost in forever. Yes. Um, I think if uh,
2: sports analysts, writers of afl.com.au, as you alluded to, uh, have taught me anything, it's uh, that the Ds are done. They're probably <laughs> going to finish at the absolute <laughs> bottom of the ladder. <laughs> they might not even make
1: finals at this point.
2: They, they exactly.
1: Lo- Just change their
0: name to D's Nuts already.
3: Yeah. They lost one game.
2: It's over. You They're
0: know how sucking. it is. Yeah. Well, if you're not going to go undefeated all season, you may as well <laughs> Just get up. defeated for the rest of the season. That's it. Phone it um, in. You never know. West Coast might switch spots with the Demons. That's it. Weirder things have happened. Maybe not in the AFL, but certainly <laughs> other places uh, around the world. Uh, yeah. And speaking of. West Coast uh, the next game was West Coast and the Western Bulldogs um, not to be affiliated at all with Western Australia um, for all of you non-AFL fans there from the western part of um, Melbourne mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Melbourne <laughs> West Coast scored the first goal uh, and then proceeded to lose the game <laughs> the end sounds about right yep <laughs> <laughs> but seriously we, we've got a little bit more um, now I have zero evidence backing this up it's a feeling um, <laughs> it's, it's based on my memory um, because uh, I wrote this game last out of my three and I was um, didn't have time really to go back through and uh, find every stat from every game but it seems like West Coast have been scoring the first goal quite often and then getting hammered
1: yeah they do do that pretty often yeah, yeah. they do get on the board they have a nice like good solid start get on the board early it's because they've got the 17 year old VFL boys coming in hot Oh yeah exactly <laughs> <That'd be laughs> full yeah. of beans at the start of the game and then uh, yeah flame out basically
0: <laughs> flame on <laughs> <laughs> uh, now honourable mention, mention to Andrew Gaff of West Coast who would have made any gaffer happy with his Sue impression as he tapped one in in the first quarter <laughs> congratulations <laughs> Now, West Coast Jeremy McLovin uh, has been one of West Coast's best players this season and has been likened to a beaver on multiple occasions because of how he can sometimes stop the West Coast damn wall from breaking. Um, don't fact check that. No one's ever called him that. That's, um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's me riffing. That's, uh, you heard it here first, yeah, folks.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, um, he developed a back injury and was subbed out in the second quarter. This really did not help West Coast. <laughs> uh, the Bulldogs put their foot down uh, and didn't stop after West Coast let them out. They scored a total of 25 goals in the game with 16 different goal scorers, uh, seven of which were multiple goal scorers. Aaron Norton scored four more than Nort, and Jack Darling was a shining light in the dark Optus Stadium as he shared top goal honours with four of his own. Goal of the game, though, it was from Bulldogs defender Alex Keith. He took a mark just outside his defensive fifty before Josh Kennedy, who Josh Kennedy knocked it out of his hands. Uh, Josh wouldn't stop being a pain in the ass uh, as Alex marched it up fifty, uh, tailgating Josh the whole time. Before the umpire deemed Josh was being a wanker and paid another fifty.
1: Oh, double fifty! Yep,
0: one hundred meter penalty. Huge. <laughs> giving Alex the defender the set shot right in front of goal, which he nailed. He had. Two goals for the game. <laughs> <laughs> the key defender, two goals. Good on them. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, final score was fucking ridiculous. Uh, 9 6 60 to the Bulldogs. 25-11-161. Yep. Yep. Large. Wow. 101 point margin. Is that the biggest of the season? Uh, well, I, that's the second time this season... At least that West Coast has been beaten by a margin that was a, a hundred or more. Oh, Ooh. so uh, can't g- be. Given that stat, I feel like their last one was probably higher. Yeah. I think. I think ever so slightly. Um, wow. Yeah. So at least they're trying. They did beat Collingwood. Yeah, turn it off. <laughs> Don't remind Dan of that one. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, they lost
1: by 109 to Richmond.
0: Ah, yeah, I should have. I should have known. I listened wow. to that episode of not too long ago. Um, That's but huge. yeah, very large. Um, my final game of coverage uh, was Gold Coast against Hawthorne. It was a Gold Coast home game in Darwin. So we could not attend Thank you to the AFL For that bombshell Storm on the beach battle If you will Yep (laughs) Both of the Storm on the beach uh, Derbies for Sorry My my derby and uh, Matt's derby Are both in Darwin Um, Tragic Unsure about the Swans If they play Gold Coast at home or not Uh, SCG that's already, already happened. That's already happened. Season. Yeah. So, not, not not playing again? No. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Here. Thanks, AFL. Um, now, with this game, Storming the Beach quoted this as a potential game of the week. Now, Storming the Beach is a podcast I listen to. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys have heard of it. Oh, no, uh, It's pretty underground. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, well, they were wrong. Fucking idiots. Uh, it was horrible for both Hawks fans and neutrals. Um, There was absolutely (laughs) no (laughs) fucking contest. Really good for Gold Coast fans. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So, look. Ben Ainsworth brought all the pain he was worth uh, and scored the first goal of the match. Malcolm Roses was the next to hit the scoreboard and surely the local boy will be receiving plenty of roses from the locals as he scored three goals for the game. Cholly was feeling jolly in the first half and managed to kick three first-half goals. (laughs) (laughs) Darwin boy Joel Jeffrey joined in the fun to score an outrageous goal in the second quarter he received the ball in one hand on the boundary at 50 faked out a Hawthorne defender in front and behind uh, did a 180 and snapped it towards the goal square one bounce and across the line it was pretty ridiculous it was outrageous (laughs) yeah um because it, yeah, it was coming across from the pocket obviously and then it got a lovely bounce almost 90 degree bounce just like yep. just Perfect. straight in it was it was beautiful um, and that takes us all the way to half time actually where the score was 10-8-68 to Gold Coast um, Hawks 4-3-27 and this is where I'd love to tell the listeners that Hawthorne staged a miraculous comeback but they didn't <laughs> uh, they scored three goals in the entire second half <laughs> to Gold Coast 8 um, absolutely shocking display from Hawthorne, who, to be fair, were without a specialist Ruckman and GC Ruckman. Jared Witts is a gun. Missile. Yep. He didn't have to have his wits about him coming up against Kaczynski, um, which is a matchup we touched on last week that would be bad for Hawthorne. We did. So mm. we came in strong with one out of two takes on this game. Um, now, well, Witz, not bad. Witz That's a plus. <laughs> In Australian academics. And P's get degrees. So, um, <laughs> Wits won 34 hitouts himself mm-hmm. to Hawthorne's total of eight, with 11 of those hitouts to advantage. Singular Hawthorne player Managed to get Singular hit out To advantage (laughs) And that was Daniel Howe So not even Koschitzky Who uh, I believe Spent the majority Of time in the ruck (laughs) Um, But um, At the end of the day The game ended um, Like they do uh, As all AFL games do They do have an end Um, This one didn't have A score though Uh, The scorekeepers Actually um, went home early So we won't We won't recount The score (laughs) It wasn't 121 to 54. Um, also, the win puts Gold Coast one win outside of top eight. Wow. That's hey. correct. Yep. So, five wins for the season so far. Uh, oh. For those
1: who've listened to the first episode, I have a future on Gold Coast over season wins five and a half. I need one more win for
0: the season to cash my bet. And you know who they're playing? Actually, I won't spoil that yet. But Nah, they're playing fucking North this week. They're uh-huh. going to get it. Easy easy clap. I don't know. And if
1: they don't get it this week, they play North Melbourne in the last round of the season. <laughs> <laughs> two opportunities for North to get two easy wins, if you <laughs> ask me. Huh. Old 1-10 North Melbourne. Mm. Two easy wins coming up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dish them. <laughs> um, but also, shout out to Hawthorne, who have noticed they have a shortage in the rock with big men falling like flies mm-hmm. and uh mid season drafted uh a big young fella. They did. Uh so uh, he'll be the like third player on, on the roster that is over two hundred centimeters. So that'll be good. Um <laughs> given that only one of them is now available. That'll be very good that he is now also available in theory.
1: Might see him injected pretty soon. Mm. Uh, Ned Reeves is back, supposedly, for this week. Okay. So yep, yep. Um, I did see him on the ins, actually, when I was looking earlier.
0: So hopefully he stays in and doesn't like roll over in bed and pop his shoulder out or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. We still have three more games to go before we move on to the week ahead. Excellent. Now wake up, if you'd fallen asleep, because it's about to get. (laughs) This is where the good stuff starts. Apparently,
2: (laughs) no pressure. (laughs) I (laughs) need a drink for this. So North Melbourne faced off against the St Kilda Football Club. Um, Right off the bat, the one and ten, one and ten North Melbourne, see their eighth game this season with a losing deficit of greater than fifty points so strap in (laughs) Uh, Jack Zeebel long time North player unfortunately had to uh, I don't know if it's fair to say celebrate had to endure his 250th game with the club Um, and he's now up there with Goldstein who's played 266 games with the club Um, that's pretty cool it's a shame they've been just at, in dire straits the last couple of seasons but they're clearly doing something right I think if the boys want to stick around that long for the club with the club
0: as we've touched on previously I it, think they're it's paying them a, a boatload of money it's a <laughs> um, uh, will double your pension uh, every Post-footy. year after you retire yeah, kind yeah, of exactly. situation I think um, so not bad yeah <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> outside
2: of the game a uh, little bit of uh, drama um, three scouts three talent scouts quit the North Melbourne Football mm, Club they did but that's not quite fair to say uh, I, lose, I use the term scouts but one of them being the national recruitment manager uh, Finnegan who worked for the club for 17 years um, it's a pretty that's a long time and you know you don't know for certain if he's leaving because of the way the club is currently or perhaps he's just moving on with his career, looking for new opportunities.
0: One of them said... I can't remember if it was Finnegan or not. One of them said it was because of how um, the media and social media is treating North mm, and mm. and and the coaching staff, etc. Um, so, yeah, maybe be nice to people on the internet. Um <laughs> it's a tall ask. Not when you've got a sports podcast though, because we need to get listeners and stuff. But like <laughs> you don't you don't need to hop on AFL.com's Facebook page um and comment on a on a post some flames, you know? Well P- people people get sad. I agree with you. Yeah. But the much more funny
2: take to have is <laughs> <laughs> with the anonymity of the internet, uh you can create a profile, create a persona, lickety split. Your name's now John, and uh, your profile picture, although it clearly states, please upload a picture of yourself, (laughs) 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 is a uh, V Holden Commodore, and um, maybe things in your life aren't going too well, so you hop online onto afl.com.au and you type, you're a fucking cunt, kill yourself. (laughs) 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 Completely fair for having some strife in a
0: game, but... It's the world we live in. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I guess it is what it is. Um. (laughs) Um,
1: It is what it is.
2: Actually, on a maybe a somber note, uh, Wayne Carey, who is employed, somehow. (laughs) He's employed? (laughs) (laughs) Nah, that's not fair to say. Somewhere. Uh, um, He was quoted saying, North Melbourne, as a club, is uh, quote-unquote broken. And uh, I loved this, because with his domestic violence, um, (laughs) probably not a good run on sentence, but, uh, a a lot of opportunity and freedom to make some jokes. Uh, so I was looking into some research and, uh, I actually, uh, surprisingly, uh, discovered, um, his father was a piece of work. Probably the best way to say it. Uh, awful, awful man. (laughs) It almost feels unfair to call him a human being um so apparently wayne Carey's <laughs> dad was literally a monster and just completely fucked his children uh no it did, didn't literally fuck <laughs> them but yeah um, that's speculation not to excuse what uh wayne Carey's has done some of his controversies you know uh domestic violence towards partners women and stuff um but, uh, yeah, it, it it really took the wind out of my sails, uh, so to speak. Didn't really want to make a joke about it. Um, thought it was pretty rough, you know? Yeah. O- on one hand, <laughs> Wayne Carey, you think, he's a shit, he's a shit cunt. He slept with his best mate's wife. Why is he employed? Well, he's one of the best footballers of all time. <laughs> and if you're good at sport, you can get away with certain things. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Look at Kobe Bryant. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, no. But uh, the joke was funny. Wayne Carey. Club's broken. I'm sure he's broken. Yeah. Broken quite a few things himself. <laughs> <laughs> like a uh, certain uh, glass which holds wine. And uh, anyway, moving on. Owens Mitch for the Saints. Can't pronounce his first name. Sorry. Spent nine weeks in VFL training, waiting, much like the uh, Dragon Ball Z hyperbolic time chamber for our anime cross (laughs) AFL fans out there. And he emerged an entirely different beast, kicking two goals 30 seconds apart in the third quarter.
0: Now, real fans of the hyperbolic time chamber would know Um, (laughs) you wouldn't need nine fucking weeks in it because the whole point is that time in there is slower than time out here. Um, so you get a lot done for one real Earth day. You're right. I messed up. Um, now if Goku had spent nine weeks in there, he'd be looking awfully large. He'd be absolutely yoked. <laughs> It'd be terrifying. It'd be sick.
2: <laughs> nine weeks of hyperbolic time chamber training. <laughs> pre-season
0: uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Max King just dubbed did what he continues to do I suppose and kicked himself three goals were they all in the second half I'm not sure but he's well on his way to potentially be awarded the goal kicking medal which has a name the Coleman I'm, medal Coleman that's the one <laughs> um yeah unfortunately north 50 saints 103 final score to the pies versus Carlton Um uh, for our OG fans who uh, have somehow been listening to our unreleased podcasts, I would ask you to stop <laughs> hacking our friend Keelan and get out of his hardware. <laughs> um, but How'd we, you get my Dropbox info? <laughs> we predicted that this would be a pretty huge game, and it was. It was immense. It was. It was, is being called the sort of Grand final that isn't the grand final, I guess. Who said that?
0: Some guy. Someone on probably. <laughs>
2: Twitter's a place. <laughs> um, 80,000 in attendance at the G. Like we predicted? We did predict that.
0: We actually did, yeah.
2: 80,000, immense. Fans rocking up as early as three hours
0: before first bounce. Well, I mean, that's when the sausage rolls are <laughs> the warmest and the freshest. <laughs> <laughs> So, (laughs) you've got to make sure you're in there early. Um, Don't get the pies three hours early, though, because they will not be defrosted by then. They will be cold. They'll be cold in the middle still, warm around the edges. (laughs) Now, uh, the pies,
2: who have had a bit of a rocky season, might have a little bit of a... uh, Exhibition exhibitionist fetish, some may argue, <laughs> because when the stakes are the highest and the crowd is the largest, they perform. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, they dominated the ball for about twenty minutes, just absolutely hogging it. Like that one friend you have at the party, you've only got one controller in the Xbox, and you're playing Grand Theft Auto for some reason, even though everyone else wants to play Smash. <laughs> And, uh, and he's not even doing anything cool. He's not shooting down police helicopters. He's hogging the controller and he's driving the car. Two road rules. Two road <laughs> rules in <laughs> the line. Yeah, we'll play die pass over on GTA <laughs> and man's out here obeying the laws. So much like that, the Pies kicked one goal and six behinds in that 20 minutes. Just <laughs> not good football. <laughs> uh, Cripps and Walsh then yoinked it off them. To nail two goals, carrying all the momentum into halftime. So, just huge for them. Uh, Carlton kept the Pies... Sorry, the Pies kept Carlton goalless the entire third quarter. Wow. They did. Um, That's actually pretty nuts. Just... uh,
1: Zero goals, five in the third
2: quarter. Yeah, nuts. Nuts. The Pies, uh, you know, credit to them, to their name. Uh, It was like... Swooping, swooping a kid riding his bike to school, and they just didn't let up. <laughs> you're about two kilometers from the supposed nest, and they're still, <laughs> still coming <going> for you, <laughs> up and down, up and down.
0: <laughs> not doing any real damage, but just pestering you enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh took it
2: to Draco Malfoy, who, if you're not aware, is a uh, can't even remember his real name. Darcy Moore. <laughs> Looks much like Draco Malfoy. <laughs> Keeping in theme from last week for our North Macedonian Harry Potter AFL fans. <laughs> <laughs> and Kurnow finished the game with four goals, two behinds uh, amidst a bunch of other stats. And he was just immense. Played incredibly well. Um, roughhead has retired for the Pies, which is interesting mid-season. Uh, might put a bit of pressure on their back line. Uh, clearly that wasn't, well, not to give away spoilers, but the Pies only won by four points and Carlton had plenty of opportunities. So despite getting the win, yeah, I'm sure they're going to feel that loss uh, throughout the midfield and the defensive line. Um, But also, onto goggles, the 211 centimeter Texan, who's playing AFL, took six huge marks and four tackles and uh, definitely silenced a lot of the hate he's Mm. been getting. Rightfully so, I think, (laughs) 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 to some degree. Hate from
1: us. Um, (laughs) Um, I I think think we've been pretty good to him, actually. I think so. Yeah, well... We've made reference to... How
0: inconsistent he can be, and how yep.
1: well. I... How large apparently his appendix should be,
0: given he's six foot ten. Yeah, it writes itself. It does. Um, but yeah, funnily enough, um, he finally did something. He used his appendages. <laughs>
1: yeah, absolutely. I think the four tackles is probably the most impressive thing because it's a long way down for him. That's huge. Wrap people without high tackles too. Four tackles oh, is a, a good effort point. for any player, really.
0: Mm. I've seen more.
2: <laughs> it's pretty good, I guess. Final score, 79 to the Pies, 75 to Carlton. Not bad.
1: As a Gold Coast fan, that one hurt because I really would have loved Collingwood mm. to drop that game and not get the extra four points to stay above Gold Coast on the ladder. Oh, for sure. Adelaide. For sure.
2: Moving on to Port Adelaide and Essendon, Uh got a bit of a unique write-up see how it goes Uh, yeah I'll leave it at that
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was a good recap nice
2: (laughs) (laughs) to sum up the Port Essendon game Bombers kick bad (laughs) though this does no justice to just exactly how inaccurate the team truly was 2022 29th of May 1587 8th of February. What do these two seemingly inconspicuous dates have to do with a recap? What do they have to do? And I use the term recap very loosely. It was a rhetorical question. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking. (laughs) (laughs) They got nothing to do with each other. Or do they? Go on. Let's find out. (laughs) Um, floss where I was. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Neither has Maddie. (laughs) Somewhere between 1587 and 2022
2: Well I'm glad you're host Much like that fateful day In 1587 The stage was set But instead of northern England We gather at Adelaide Oval Where onlookers watched with anticipation Essendon march onto the field With their heads hung low Knowing of what is to come The loss is inevitable But they pray for a swift defeat their prayers fall on deaf ears as they end the first period with zero goals, six behinds. <laughs> Such an embarrassing performance, one could say, is akin to stripping Bear in public. The second term begins with a margin of 20 points and Essendon's metaphorical head on the chopping block. The Bombers take aim at goals and let their legs swing through like an axe. They manage to hit the target, but with only two goals this barely cuts away at the margin, which is now 30 points. Ooh. The third quarter, final siren rings out as fans stand still in horror. Essendon's hopes have yet to be completely severed, but after two heavy blows, they still face a deficit of 14 points. The final siren tolls. Like Mary, Queen <laughs> of Scots, after humiliation and three gruesome attempts at execution, the bomber's head rolls clean off the block. So uh yeah. Port win and Essendon still suck. Final score, sixty-six to fifty.
0: <laughs> I didn't see that going that way. <laughs> what a Did it awful. actually take three attempts to chop a head off? It did. Wow, that's crazy. Did you know that beforehand or did you just Google I did know that beforehand.
2: Okay. I was it popped into say. my head and I was like, let's tailor this entire <laughs> recap to this random thing.
0: I appreciate that. Hmm. That yep, was that I was, was that was that was cool. <laughs>
1: What an awful last quarter! Port kicked four behinds to Essendon's two behinds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the real winner of the game was football. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I hope so. <laughs> How good. gruesome, though! Yeah, to be beheaded three times essentially. Maybe, maybe two. Arguably, uh, she she was dead on the second
0: one. You'd hope that, yeah, you wouldn't feel it after the first, at least. Like it did mm. enough damage to just. You'd hope so. You know,
1: it's probably your skin remaining after the second one, right? Certainly on the third. Yeah, <laughs> was she face up or face down? Probably face down. I would assume. Yeah, but that sometimes, was the usual way. yeah,
0: sometimes they flip the script just to really put fucking fear in there. I didn't know about that. There, the, I didn't know about that yeah. either. That's terrifying. I don't know if that's factually accurate or if that was in a book which has recently been into a movie um, by Matthew Riley called Scarecrow. The movie's <laughs> nothing like the book, but I'm 75% certain <laughs> in that book someone gets decapitated, eyes up. Oof. As an ex- just to fuck with them.
1: As an execution or like... As yeah. a court-ordered execution full, or just... Oh, is not court-ordered. It's, it's
0: sicko mode it's kind of <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To,
2: to our history AFL fans, uh, <laughs> I, I did discover... Um, The crime of going against the crown is much more severe than a measly execution, which uh, Mary faced. Um, It was something like being stripped, beaten, uh, humiliated, drawn by horses, Mm -hmm. quartered. Mm -hmm. The list goes on. One would argue, surely you're dead. Literally beaten a (laughs) dead horse at that point.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think after you have been cut into quarters, that's kind of... um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's stumps. <laughs> um, speaking How of stumps, much would it suck <laughs> to have
1: that job to be the guy that's cutting someone into quarters well, when they're a, clearly already dead? Isn't right? that,
0: that's when that's when you get dragged by each limb and pulled apart. Is it not? I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's what it was in um, the Mummy movie they did that was the Chinese one, not the other one. In the in the yeah, fair enough. It's, it's
1: still, it surely it's possibly worse or as bad for the people doing the pulling. You could be a sicko pull-y. mode though. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, mm. best time to be alive is now, boys. <laughs> second best time to be alive was yesterday. <laughs> Each
0: second it gets better. Yeah, <laughs> we've got air conditioning now, <laughs> irrigation, <laughs> and climate change.
1: I'm sure that was happening back then too. Less so. Well, they couldn't measure it.
0: Pre-industrial revolution. (laughs) so Couldn't measure it. Checkmate.
1: We were coming down from an ice age though at some point. So it was
0: always happening.
1: Oh, for fuck's sake. Settle in, (laughs) fans, for the climate debate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Next week on Storming the Beach. Pretty chilly today, actually. (laughs) That's why I said climate change, not global warming. (laughs) Because I knew that would <laughs> come out <laughs> How can it be Globe uh, uh,
2: global warming If it's getting colder <laughs> <All>
1: <laughs> I'll
0: Don't a lot of sense In it I had to buy Warmer track pants this year <laughs> In my unsealed Queensland to, home
1: Yeah I just had to Dig out a pair of track pants I hadn't worn in three years From the bottom of a drawer
0: somewhere they have that musky draw smell. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. The old if you were wearing them out of the house, you probably should have washed them before you wore them. Absolutely. Out of yeah. 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 Okay.
1: They're not getting worn out of the house that sort of <laughs> smell. <laughs> Alrighty, Should we actually I was going to say should we get on to the week ahead for our tips? It's a short round by first first week
0: of the buys. It's a short round. Um but Indiana Jones is psychic. <laughs> Sure.
2: <laughs> what what is his name? Short round. No kidding. Yeah, I thought it'd be something far more racially insensitive.
0: No, his huh. name is Short Round.
1: <laughs> is it descriptive?
0: No, I think it's like a kid.
1: Yeah, little Asian not? kid with a baseball cap.
3: All right,
0: yeah. In what the third movie? Ah, who knows? Doesn't matter. Moving on. <laughs> <Doesn't> matter. <laughs>
1: But instead of doing the tips...
0: (laughs) Are we going to do the tips at all? Yeah, we'll
1: do tips. I think I I might... Oh, actually, no, no. Let's do tips and then I'll do my goal kickers. I just put the phone down. Fine. I'll do a recap of my goal kickers and then I'll add my next (laughs) predictions onto the tips. How's that sound? Whatever you'd like. Sounds excellent. So, (laughs) last week, per my gambling rule, it's back returning forwards, key forwards, usually for any time goal. Yep. Right?
2: If you have rules, it's not gambling. It's investing.
1: Correct. Fact. Fact. Not fiction. Fact. Gamble responsibly. (laughs) It's
0: not science unless you're writing it down, and I'm writing it down, so it's science. (laughs) I think it's only science if you're testing a hypothesis.
1: Which I am, of returning goal kickers. (laughs) And I'm writing down the results, and the results back me up, boys. Just you wait. So, for round 11, I had returning goal kickers, Sam Reid from Sydney kicked three goals, two, including the first goal of the match. I'll allow it. Dan McStay from Brisbane kicked two goals straight, including one in the first quarter. Josh Kennedy from West Coast kicked one goal, one. Cody Waitman, free kick merchant from the Bulldogs, two goals, one. Tim English from the Bulldogs, big, tall, lanky backup Ruckman, one goal, one. Charlie Dixon from Port Adelaide, two goals, Straight, including one in the first quarter. Of the other two players that I named last week, Dan Butler from St Kilda and Jaden Stevenson from North Melbourne, both didn't play. They weren't listed on the teams. They were just included in the greater squad earlier in the week and then didn't play. So out of that,
0: six of the six players that played kicked goals. You're welcome. Kicking combined, 11 goals, five. He says you're welcome, but realistically no one could have actioned any of these tips except (laughs) for me and Matt. And I definitely did not. Prior
1: performance does not indicate future performance, <laughs> but stats don't lie, and you might want to listen to what I have to say. It's alleged
0: science.
1: It's absolutely science. Imagine the payout on the six-leg multi <laughs> of all those kicks. Look, it or wouldn't have actually been huge. Sam Reed would have been okay, but a lot of them would have been in like the surely dollar
0: the, the backup ruckman would have been all right. Mr. Yeah, Tim, Tim, English Tim English is usually
1: decent. He's like, but he's also like a pretty. Regular like yeah. one a game He, he, gets, actually, he, one, he yeah. gets like two shots on goal One goal a game So it'll be like a 170, one seventy, mm. dollar seventy Something like yeah. that But he the was other guys pretty would dominant be In like... the whole game actually
0: Which I forgot to touch on But yeah. he was he played quite well
1: All the other guys Would be like uh, Maybe a forty or less Because they're pretty Regular goal kickers Anyway I thought he was returning But it would have been Decent to get Sam Reed Absolutely Three goals That would have been Pretty good value But yes All up Would have been Pretty good pay Alrighty, on to our tips, actual tips, and then I'll do my round 12, returning goal kickers. Okay. So teams have just been announced as well, so I may flip-flop on some tips that I um, put in earlier today. So, uh, first game, we've got Western Bulldogs versus Geelong at Marvell under the roof, so weather's not going to be a factor. Geelong.
0: Well, I'll, I was um, pretty
1: torn over this, I'll be honest.
0: Certain other stadiums have leaked in recent weeks, so pff, things <laughs> can happen to <laughs> roofs. This is
2: true. This is true. <laughs> Much to the dismay of Cuban cigar
0: man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no big outs. Bailey Smith in for the bulldoge. Yep. Um, and as we know, dogs always beat cats. Uh, <laughs> factually <laughs> accurate. Hmm. I have tipped the Bulldogs as well.
2: I'm tipping the Bulldogs. I think the Cats have more... Age. ...veteran experience. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Um, For example, much like... uh, I can't think of anything clever, but Cody Waitman, who is he? He's a punk kid.
0: He's a free-kick
1: magnet. He's the younger version of Joel Selwood.
2: Ordinarily, Waitman is... Who? ...a free-kick merchant. But to Selwood, sort of uh star of the free-kicking games. <laughs> but know. I think
1: umpires are looking out for Selwood now because he's so notorious for mm. it. So I feel like he's getting less. The fellowships are after him.
0: Um, but also, Bailey Smith, um, pretty. <laughs> right? Fact. So, Fact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Tom
2: a- Hawkins.
1: Handsome.
0: Yeah, nah, but he's kind of like a...
1: He's interesting looking. He, he could be a model because he's so interesting looking. He's mm. like one of those like
0: big, I'm a wanker but I look good kind of fellas, you know? Exactly as Isaac said. Yeah. <laughs> Actually yeah, so I guess I just model model quality because he's yeah. slightly different
1: to everyone else, but he looks but like looks he thinks he, he thinks he's better than everyone else. Yeah, yeah. 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 He absolutely thinks he's a man missile. Because he I'm is, a but him. also <laughs> 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 He He is and he knows it. Yeah.
0: But right. stick uh, dangerous combo. <laughs> <laughs> now there's no point checking anything for the next two games. Uh it's Adelaide West Coast. In Adelaide. In Adelaide. In Adelaide. It's Adelaide. Adelaide. And then it's you would think so. Gold Coast North Melbourne. In, in Darwin. Darwin. Gold now, Coast good. I don't know Very where good. I don't know where North <laughs> played last week, but I know Gold Coast played in Darwin <laughs> and Hawthorne are good but still couldn't beat Gold Coast in Darwin. So I'm going to go with Gold Coast. Uh, What I believe may be North Melbourne's only goal kicker,
1: Cam Zerha, is also out injured. So (laughs) You're fucked. (laughs) So Gold Coast by a billion, conservatively. (laughs) (laughs) Lock the
0: fucking house on that one. Ben Ben Northampton is back. Northampton? Rockhampton? Fucking Christ. I
2: don't think the Suns
0: North game
2: will be as bad as we all think it may be I'm expecting a 20 to 40 point deficit
0: I think that is uh, wrong anyone got the over what's the line sorry uh, getting there hold on it's yeah, loading cool. um, also for you your for you your thinking. information Sam Day and Jai Farah are back in but Levi Kasbolt, um is He's out, out. Yep. Um,
3: now
2: actually what was the line for North last week was it 61?
1: Who were they versing? Saints. Uh, I didn't actually check that one, but it would have been pretty big. I feel like it was similar odds. Uh, line is uh, 41 and a half. Uh, comfortably
0: shuck <laughs> <laughs> it over that, I reckon. What do the boogies know? Um, nothing. That
1: North Melbourne's not very good. That's what they know. 40 is close though. I... I
2: Forty's close for
0: North. I
2: honestly think the margin will be thirty to forty points
0: on the dot. That's ten Look, points difference. It's pending it's pending weather. I don't see the Suns beating them. But it's dry season, so uh, the suns, suns aren't
2: a seventy point blowout team. Unless, of course, they're playing the Hawks. But they haven't played...
0: 67 points. Yeah. Did you just throw the Hawks under the bus and yet you're a fucking North supporter? Ricochet shot. I can't <laughs> wait for you to get blown out 200 points by Gold Coast. <laughs> well,
2: it'll, it'll be 35 and then we'll be sitting here and I'll...
0: Yeah. Tune in next week for Matt eating his own words. Eating <laughs> nobody hat. Now, the falling... <laughs> Absolutely plummeting to the ground after their loss last week, Nam Football Club. Yep, against Sydney. Yep. <laughs> now there is no way that they dust themselves off and get back. It's um, over. So it's 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 over. Blow it up. Trade um,
1: all the players away. It's done. <laughs> dynasty Premiership window nah. is closed.
0: No dynasty here. Game over. Red Rover. Um. But in all seriousness, I am going to tip Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> Surely. I am also going to tip Melbourne. Um, be a win-win for you, I guess.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm play- playing the smart play there. Um, <laughs> but Stephen May is actually a huge out for Melbourne, as we saw last week. Yeah. yeah. Probably the best defender in the competition still. Buddy's going to get some ball. Yeah. Buddy is suspended, so... Oh, sh- <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Spoilers, he's going to get... Spo- spoilers. We'll get to that in a bit.
0: The only ball he's going to get are... Yep. <laughs> he, only ki-
2: he only kicks a couple of goals for the Swans. Yeah, yeah.
0: i just like to remind you that... Oh, for the Swans. So. He only averages three a game for the Swans. Yeah. So. No real big loss. Well, on this day, like th- um, a fuckload of years ago, uh, he kicked 13, <laughs> 13. goals... So <laughs>
2: <laughs> surely it's a num bounce back.
1: Yeah, it's it's a pretty good bounce back spot, I reckon yeah. for NAM. Yeah. Um pretty ridiculous odds, though. Dollar twenty five oh, four dollars. No. Just quietly. It'd be silly not to I have a little teaser on yeah. plus twenty four and a half. Just the beach house. Maybe. Maybe half the beach half house. Half the beach house, perhaps. But uh yeah, I think I think Narm wins
0: it. Um Yeah. Maybe go the lesser of the the two beach houses on Sydney then. Now, uh, jumping ahead, but I'm saying $2.50 for
2: Hawthorne (laughs) against the Pies and uh, struggling uh, not to salivate at the mouth here.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think those odds are good. You're going to make a good return if you put your money on um, the Hawks. Unironically, I think they're going to bounce back as well. I was waiting for the teams to come out. Yeah, well, Ned Reeves is confirmed, right? It says he's in, so yeah, hopefully I'll allow
1: it. Um, Gunston, O'Meara. oh, <laughs> pretty big in. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna. Lock oh, I'm in. so
0: hyped that Gunston's back, dude. I was worried about his ankle. Hey, um, good to see that it was just a light issue. Then um, yeah, that I'm is nice. Lock in. Uh, We're talking Gunston, Bruce. Ah,
1: <laughs> oh. lock in the Hawks. I think. Yeah, as, as the upset of the round. Those are good odds pretty good price
0: Scrimshaw and oh Frost is suspended Ooh. yes interesting ah Sicily's still there it's all good someone will right. fill in Frost but Collingwood
1: also I mean they've got Mason Cox as their ruckman mm. um, so it's not exactly like they're gonna dominate, dominate. yeah yeah. so they should be <laughs> alright mm. uh, and then final game of the round from the big boys Fremantle Dockers hot off a win
0: uh, Again,
1: hosting the Brisbane Lions Over in Perth This is a bit of a um, Pick'em
0: Is a bit of a pick'em Odds are pretty close
2: You reckon it's a pick'em?
0: Well, given that it's 10 cents in it
2: No, uh, sorry um, By that For sure I, I think it's Brisbane To win um, Brisbane's Brisbane's game to
1: lose
0: Uh
1: I've tipped Brisbane as well. Frio mm.
0: will be feeling so good though. They'll
1: be feeling good, but a motion roller coaster. Hopefully, this they'll could crash be the out. letdown spot after um, a big win.
0: Yep. and yeah, as I touched on in the recap, Frio did lose to both Collingwood and the Suns. Yes, and, um, exactly. And Brisbane, Brisbane are f- firing right now. Like, yeah, there's going to be no nonsense. Pretty at nice training of Hawthorn to take mm. him down. So, yep. um, on no the Matt Tabiner for Fremantle as well. Oh, that's big. So that's pretty big out for them. He kicked three. Yeah, average game a game. So, so
1: and uh McCluggage back in for Brisbane. So that's, Ooh, that's large. So yeah, I'm back in Brisbane. Yep. Pretty good value at $2. It's Very good. Uh and that's all the games this round, just a six.
0: Pretty nice that the AFL makes it divisible by three. Still. Yeah. 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 It's like good on them. Mm. Because we'll just do two games each. It'll be a nice Ooh. quiet week for us. Exactly. <laughs> um now if you think this episode's too long. Well, but screw worry, you, next week's going to be like 20 minutes shorter. So, <laughs> um, how delightful. Um, and ESPN 40 Tipping reckons ham cheese and tomato jaffle, or the chipotle quesadilla. Beauty. I'm going the ham cheese. Oh, I've got tomato. We've yeah, got uh, three rounds ahead of six games each. <laughs> three rounds ahead? Oh, yep, fan, fans rounds. are going to love not hearing us so much. Yep, it'll be alleged excellent. Alleged fans. Um, All
1: right, And then I'll go Over my round 12 Returning goal kicker predictions For the round That was quickly Scrolling down Before the game So we've got From Geelong uh, Gary Rowan Goal sneak Got some wheels on him Uh, Adelaide Tex Walker's back Large Mark him down For a couple Easy He's already
0: um, Come and gone This season Once before And and he was a Returning goal scorer Yeah He had a monster (laughs) day When he came back (laughs) Yeah, he kicked, what four or something? Four, I think. Yeah, yeah. something
1: outrageous. Like four straight. Um, Gokko Suns, one of my favourite anytime goal scorers, Sam Day. When he when he's healthy, gets on the park, he's usually like dollar seventy sort of price. Mm-hmm. Good value, good bit of juice there. Filling in that spot for Levi Casbolt, so we'll have decent minutes. Same type of player, big body, crash a pack, can take a grab can slot him pretty accurately mark him down for at least one Uh, the Nam D's Tom McDonald coming back he's a regular on the score sheet for them he had a pretty good run of form just before he got injured and missed a week or two Um, so his confidence will be pretty good and someone we just mentioned for the Hawks Jack Gunston loves loves a goal it's a lock
0: (laughs) he does love a goal yeah yeah I think those are all good predictions. Um, We'll see if they pan out next week. Yep. Gamble responsibly. Um, (laughs) Now we have here roaming BT cartoon.
2: Yes. Do you know anything about that? I mean, given
0: that you sent it in the group chat, I'm going to go with (laughs) yes.
1: (laughs) Excellent. Uh,
2: I think Isaac is uh, perfect to describe. What is the BT cartoon?
1: I, I did write some notes on this, um, so as I think probably Keelan put this in here, uh, we're going to have a great explanation of what a picture looks like over an audio medium, so you're welcome, this is great podcasting.
0: Which I've already done twice as well, so um, up the boys. Why not more? Yeah, keep going. So,
1: Channel 7 uh, AFL social media pages have posted a, you know, uh, newspaper-like cartoon, if you will, Caracu- drawing. Character, car- car- If you will, it's not really like exaggerating, but it's a. Uh, no. Know, it's, it's pretty realistic. It's pretty realistic. It's pretty he accurate. does have a large head. He does. <laughs> this is a fact. Um, drawing of uh, Channel 7 commentator Brian Taylor. Yep. Also known as BT. Creative n- nickname. Um, <laughs> shouted him out earlier for the Sydney commentary bit of a you know, buffed, not the most <laughs> not the most value adding commentator in the game. Um but basically the cartoon was him was of him alluding to the return of the roaming bryant segment. Yep. Which is basically where B T gets a microphone and free reign of to go free reign to go wherever he wants in the stadium. Yep. Literally any room. Locker room, showers. locker room, showers, women's toilets probably. <laughs> um and that, that was hard fought for in
2: his contract. Oh,
1: absolutely! That was a long negotiation. <laughs> it was that, or he walks, <laughs> um, and he just gets up to mischief and you know tries to uh, ruffle the boys' jimmies a little bit. Yeah. So the cartoon itself, Wait, or, uh, sorry, mm, the, now,
2: the the segment is wholesome. It it's it's, it's P- not bad. Yeah, it's it, pretty good. It's PT. He goes around and he's a little bit cheeky. Has G- fun. Given he doesn't come
1: off as of very smart, he's perfect for the yeah. segment. Yeah,
2: it, it's 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 <laughs> light-hearted and it's friendly, mm-hmm. which is why the picture
1: <laughs> is very interesting in the way that it's drawn. <laughs> so basically, we have BT leaning up against a locker room door frame <laughs> with his right hand above his head, like you might do if you were sensually kissing a man or a woman up against a wall. <laughs> if you will and his left hand he's got the channel 7 microphone and he's you know gazing over to you out of the corner of his eye looking with his face a knowing one as if he knows that you are already aware of what's about to happen in said locker room (laughs) including a wry smirk and the fuck me eyes basically is what they've managed to get into cartoon format so, given the uh, the implication written into the cartoon, but then you know the actual substance of what happens in the segment, it's an interesting matchup. Why does he have so much saliva around his? <laughs> <laughs> he
2: looks wet, doesn't he?
0: He's <laughs> not <laughs> steamy, if you will.
2: We all know where he's roaming to. <laughs>
1: Oh, God. (laughs) It's not the locker rooms. He's skipping... He's going through the door, straight through the locker room where all the boys are sitting taking their boots off. (laughs) Into the door at the far end, which goes through to the showers, I think.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Basically, with the cartoon, for the segment, and even to the credit of BT, if he had a fun, playful smile, Mm -hmm. maybe even a wink... Thumbs up. A thumbs up, you'd think, it's PT and he's going to go and talk to the boys. American, Yeah. He's going to ask him. oh, now, yeah, you know, what's better, kicking the goal or having a beer? Exactly. That's what you would expect. Uh, yep, yep, and that's yep. what the segment is. Mm. He w- <laughs> he looks he looks like he's going to run into the showers, <laughs> as previously alluded, and fucking touch the boys. <laughs> unconsensually, inappropriately.
1: He's making a beeline to compare everyone's hammer size in the shirt after the match, basically, and report it back to the Channel 7 desk.
2: The picture is, in fact, so bad, one can only assume someone snuck this through all the checks and processes, <laughs> and clearly does not like BT.
0: His junk is pressed right up against that door in the photo. It like, is, like, obviously, it is. you can't see the junk, <laughs> but like, it is right there.
1: He's got full body contact from his right palm down his arm to chest to hips, is contacting the frame. I'm the assuming
0: door. his right ankle is glued <laughs> to the door as well. <laughs> And they like he's, been, he's just been caught Listening through the door <laughs> <laughs> And good on Channel 7 For squeezing in Two of their own Fucking logos To the photo as well Oh I know right yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant Thanks Committed
1: to it <laughs> but yeah Beauty Ripper of a cartoon
0: Go check it out For yourself If you like Looking at things Instead of listening To the audio That's description
1: 7afl <laughs> on uh, Instagram Will get you there You'll find it pretty quick Yeah Excellent um, just a quick mention. Uh, Buddy Franklin one game sussy, so he's out this week. <laughs> 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 What's so funny? What are you laughing at? <laughs> sussy. <laughs> I
2: want. I want to. I want to hear the take. I have some interesting thoughts on that
1: myself. So what? I. Th- it's a suspension. He he made a strike to yep. Trent Koch's face, yep. which. Probably a lot of people have wanted to do at some point, yep. but basically, Cochin got under his skin, and he more or less, you know, gave him an open palm strike, yep. to the chin, which was then hammed up a little bit, as a- as you do, absolutely. As I like him. Uh, excellent, thanks. <laughs> I, I
2: think I think it's important to note, Lance Franklin, six foot four specimen, perhaps six foot five, possibly yeah. yeah missile. Trent four foot ten? <laughs> four eleven? Generously. Now <laughs> as as, uh, as Isaac Danny DeVito of the <laughs> AFL. A fact. As Isaac said, suspension. Yep. No two ways about it. One week. Rules is rules. Yep. But I would like the court to uh, hear out how much room can Buddy realistically with the height difference, how much room is left for him to physically be able to palm off a defender without his hand impeding
1: in his face? Exactly. I think he swung his hand below his shoulder height and hit he caught chin in the chin. It, it was nipple height. <laughs> <laughs> it was low. Buddy's
2: alleged strike mm-hmm. could probably be the same as an uncle going to Pat, their niece or nephew on the head. Mm-hmm. It just so happened to make contact with Trent's face. Yep. Yeah. As previously mentioned, was is four foot nine, mm. maybe.
1: Yep. Something like that. He's not a tall fellow. Um, what I thought was interesting, though, Sydney challenged the ruling of a automatic suspension. Went to the tribunal yesterday. Obviously, wasn't successful because yep. he's suspended for this week. But <laughs> I don't. <laughs> To me, that's a suspension every day of the week. So I don't know why they challenged, other than the fact that they knew that Stephen May was going to be out with a concussion, and they could maybe, you know, mm. get a bit of an advantage by mm. having one of the best, one of the best forwards to ever play, yep. especially in the past twenty years, yep. on a Melbourne at NAMM defense without Stephen May, the best defender in the comp, probably. Yeah, really capitalize on that. That's probably the only reason. Reason I'd say. Reason. Reason. Um, the. AFL's legal counsel, so they're, you know, representative at the tribunal, uh, did call it a cowardly act by Buddy Franklin, as you do. Uh, it's cowardly behavior, he said. Uh, Tom Papley blew up today on social media.
2: Same that man's thing. never played AFL in his life. Oh,
1: absolutely not. Um, and then uh, the AFL today. Surprise, surprise formally apologised to Buddy Franklin and the Sydney Swans for their legal counsel, calling him a coward. Excellent. Um, basically said, legal counsel, assisting the tribunal, used his own words to describe the circumstances of a strike um, and basically said, you know, that's not language we would use to describe any player in the game. There's no cowardly players in the AFL, which is, I think is probably fair.
0: Up the boys. Well, he would have stated Hawthorne if he wasn't a coward. <laughs> I mean he was just getting an absolute bag. <laughs> Guara-
1: guaranteed ten million
0: dollars. <laughs> yeah. Paying out the more he stayed mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. was. Back ended deal.
1: Fun yeah, true. That is very true. Uh Cochin actually got a ricochet shot from the Swan's lawyer. Brilliant who said, I suggest Cochin might get an invite to the Logies instead of the Brownlows this year. <laughs> the
0: exaggerated head movement gave it away. Then there's a wry smile on Cochin's face after being hit. <laughs> I don't think he should be invited to the Logies, given that it was a poor performance. <laughs> Very true.
1: Yep. Yep. Shouldn't even be a nomination.
2: Yep. Not a chance. Um, I'm sure, as many have said before, but uh, I'm in my head, I'm thinking of the great Bill Burr, uh, who... Essentially says what I'm about to say, except with, uh, in regards to a fat sort of unattractive weirdo creep, uh, making judgment on people who cheat on their spouse. (laughs) This isn't going how I thought it would in my head. I'll just jump ahead. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) It's, uh, it's always funny. I don't think ironic. I, it's it's always funny. The people who are so quick to call, yeah, professional athletes, mm-hmm. especially in contact sports, mm-hmm. AFL, uh, to call them cowardly are always clearly someone that's never not only played AFL in their life, but quite possibly and unsurprisingly has no friends.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Get him, <'em>, dude. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> Yeah, no, fair enough. I think I think that's a,
0: a fair assessment.
1: Well, I just think it's a fact. Yep. Yep.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> now, at it? risk of rushing along, mm. <laughs> should we check out perhaps the NBA? Yes, the biscuit association. That's one for the OGs. Um, basketball in this case. Okay. Um, oh, actually, we could touch on the biscuit association. So Matthew brought some fucking digestives. Along, not your regular digestion. Now, it's yeah, right. that's a brand of biscuit. Yes, yes, not
2: medicine or.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, w- I said biscuit. Association I feel like everyone joined the dots here. No, I know, but just yeah. in case, just in case we have got some special listeners. We
2: do have a special host.
0: He looked at both of us then. This guy yeah, does yeah. both yeah. North Melbourne, so they both He's looked at me. About yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at you because you said it,
2: dude. Well, two against one, so yep. we well don't right. know who the special one is.
0: It's Yeah, me. it's you. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> it's you. <laughs> so now that I've been completely derailed, I forgot where I was going. Oh yeah, they're average, right? But what were they? They were little tiny digestives with... Miniature. Infill in of... like Chocolate and some sort of... Not white chocolate, but it had the the hardness of white chocolate, but cream, it was some sort of Oreo cream similar yep. situation. Don't um, buy them. just get a fucking regular digestive biscuit. <laughs> or they're or pretty a regu- good. Regular chocolate digestive. Oh like, yeah, if you're feeling saucy, yeah, they're decent. <laughs> dunk those in your tea. Don't dunk chocolate covered biscuits in your
1: tea. It oh, ruins absolutely, your tea. do it. It's like a mocha tea. Ooh, you don't s- get mocha that. tea. We've split. What the you do room. now? No. but sh- Why would it be bad? You already had milk to your tea. You used to add another dairy product.
2: Alright, alright. I'll intervene and we'll reunite the group on something we can all agree on. Chocolate scotch fingers.
3: Oh, shut the... Fucking garbage. garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Awful.
2: Awful. Shit to your biscuit. We're back in the cave, boys.
1: Echo chamber to, to the max. We can all perfectly agree on that take. Chocolate scotch fingers shouldn't be sold should be discontinued <laughs> see you later yep Get preferably out of, yep. never again
0: now uh, you can use that as advice um, in the way that if you and your friends or other podcast hosts often find yourselves at each other's throats unite yourself, by a mutual hatred of something, exactly. Whether that be Port Adelaide Football Club, Koshy, Koshy, Koshy fuck, you. fuck you, Koshy, um, or Chocolate Scotch fingers. Fuck find you, find, find your fingers. Koshy.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. The the enemy of my enemy is my friend.
0: Yeah. Now that is that is not. Uh, we're not qualified relationship experts or anything. We are not doctors or whatever kind of bullshit we need to give before we actually give out
1: advice for free. Quite frankly, I don't think any of the three of us have any sort of qualification.
0: I have a film degree. Oh, bloody! Which excellent. is really helping our <laughs> audio <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're not qualified. Don't, don't, please don't sue us. <laughs> <laughs> that is all. Use the advice, that was pretty good Um, Now the NBA, the real NBA Yep um, We're we're down to the meat and potatoes We are (laughs) Pointy end of the season Yep Where it matters It's getting real good Right on the tip Now we've got the Geelong of the NBA coming Uh, in Yeah Yes Yeah. I'm I'm just going off age here Because a lot of the narrative currently on social media is... Uh, the the age difference between the starting starting lineups and that's fair enough. That and the I starting say, lineup yeah. of Golden State has 123 playoff appearances between them. Yes, referring to Golden State as the Geelong of the NBA, I think is fairly accurate. Recently, at least, sorry.
1: Recently, probably at the sort of tail end, maybe a couple of seasons of making a good run. Obviously, they're in the finals, so yep. not a bad one. Makes run. sense. Um, but <clears throat> them versus the Boston Celtics. The, in the finals. Who would you relate them to? So, I'll just do a... While you think on who you might relate them to... Mm, yeah, please go ahead. ...in the AFL, I'll do a quick recap. Uh, so, the Golden State Warriors sealed the Western Conference Finals with a victory at home in Game 5, completing the uh, Gentleman's Sweep with a 4-1 series win over the Dallas Mavericks. Gentleman's Sweep being sweeping the team, but giving them one, basically. I always,
2: free. I always thought it was... Losing the first game, then
1: winning every game after doesn't need to be that. Yeah. It's just giving them one, yeah. But often it is that as the result. Yeah, it is nice to give which them one
0: when their stadium is leaking. Yes, correct.
1: <laughs> <laughs> which is again different to the reverse sweep. Not referring to cricket. Ah, uh, oh, uh, which is when you're down by three and you come all the way back. That might be what I was thinking of. I think I was think I thought about the same thing of the gentleman sweep as mm. well, giving them a first and then coming mm. through, but um. It would be gentlemanly to allow doing the research. It is just yep. where you win for one. Yeah, basically, makes sense. Uh, the Boston Celtics had to do it the hard way after losing Game Six at home to the Heat uh, to make the Eastern Conference Finals three-three. The Celtics were able to close it out on the road, um, winning the East in Game Seven. Boston almost blew two large leads in that game after being up by 15 points at the end of the first quarter. <laughs> And they, my take, they cannot afford to do this to the Warriors no. in the finals here, no. who can get hot super quick they shoot in the will three get... and flip the momentum on a dime, especially at home, with their fans.
0: Yeah, it's going to be
1: huge. They'll get spanked. Should be a good matchup
0: if if they do that. Mm. Yeah. They, last yep. time they played, um, both Curry and uh, Tatum both scored like. Forty something or something ridiculous. Well, there really? You go. Um what could Curry did, I think Tatum might have been just under or was forty something points. wow so It was large. So I think both teams are gonna have trouble containing each other. Yeah, could possibly. be huge. Um
1: Yeah. The infuriating thing about watching the Celtics in game six and seven was that they got into big leads and then just basically threw it away because they were like, Oh, we've got a big lead, let's just add to it by jacking up threes. Yeah. They're too and that's young. all they did and they just kept Started missing them and the other team would just roll in, fast break, two points to none, four points to none, fifteen points to none. It's like go get a layup or something, and just keep the scoreboard ticking over, and then you can keep the pressure on. No, you're right. Just play good offense. So Miami really almost
2: won the last game. Exactly. Yeah. yeah
1: exactly. Right at the end. Huge it was like a 0 run or something yep. right at the death. Yep. Ridiculous. Um my prediction Celtics and six. Bold. Whole team defense uh, is going to be too strong by the Celtics on Golden State. Yep. Um, They've got a strong height advantage and rebounding advantage. Every starting member of that team received a nomination for defensive first team.
2: All the starters, yeah. So Full five. They
1: play a full switch defense style as well. So every man switches, um, which will make it easier to defend on the perimeter with your hot shooters like Steph Curry. Yeah, off the ball, and um, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green doesn't really s- score that much. He's not much of a scoring no. threat, so not not really. Yeah. No, P- pretty good breakdown. Yeah, um, I also have a future on the Celtics at twelve dollars to one. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think he might be overlooking Draymond Green kicking Tatum directly, squaring the nuts. <laughs> I, did, <laughs> I did forget about that I first quarter <laughs> of Game Two three minutes in thus rendering him incapacitated for the rest of the series rupturing a
0: testicle perhaps <laughs> bit of a Tony Hawk if you will we've
2: seen it done multiple times before the man clearly doesn't learn nor does he care to learn mm-hmm. he's a thug in the
0: NBA
1: now prior performance doesn't indicate future performance <laughs> but
0: there's a trend <laughs> I'll say that much not an exact science but it's science nonetheless science enough yeah um, Science adjacent? <laughs> Science adjacent, exactly.
2: <laughs> the uh, the lukewarm fence to take, it's going to be a pretty cool finals. We've got... Yeah, basketball I'm, I'm wins. excited.
0: Yeah. <laughs> basketball does We've win. got a
2: huge offensive talent, and on paper, absolutely, the Celtics are so defensively strong, you think, well, they'll just clamp Golden State. Maybe they might get this, mm-hmm. but it's Golden State, yep. and like... They can turn it on. Yeah, it, everyone says it and it feels silly. It feels repetitive. But Clay Thompson exists and he'll be standing there getting threes. Draymond Green can hit threes sometimes. Like You, you don't know with that team. Mm-hmm. You don't know what Steve Kerr is thinking of drawing up. Jordan Poole, Gary Payton, too, might come screaming in off the sideline for an inbound dunk. Mm, Wiggins mm-hmm. might. <laughs> posterize someone. Yeah, you, you don't know. You'd. You just don't know, mm-hmm. um, and but with the with the OGs, if Clay and Curry are cooking, seventy points, eighty points combined,
1: that's tough for anyone to beat. Yeah, that's a, that's a win in that game. Yeah, straight away.
2: But that's the same can be said for Tatum, right? And Brown,
1: and so the mm-hmm. the Celtics have done it a bunch this season, yeah. especially from January onwards, where they're looking shocking, and then they've yeah. made it to here. Where they just do their tactic where yep. Brown and Tatum score thirty each. Very and guess cool. what? They win. Yep. Um, so they could easily do that too. It it's gonna be it's gonna be a good series to watch either way. It's very sure.
2: exciting in twenty twenty two to see not just Smart but Horford or mm. can't even remember his name. Terribly sorry, but basically the entire Celtics cast. Will throw their bodies at the ground, scuffed elbows. That's that's a hard, solid wooden floor. Mm -hmm. These are six foot six, seven foot guys, catapulting themselves at the ground just to get the ball for it to roll out of bounds and not even keep possession. Um, I don't think we've seen that in a long time in the NBA. No,
1: exactly. And I wouldn't be surprised if this game goes, uh, this series goes to seven. (sighs) Not at all. That'd be
0: unreal. Now. I have some quick hot facts for this game. Go Now, ESPN's Basketball Power Index has <laughs> Celtics at 86% to win. The series? What? The series, yeah. Which seems on paper, pretty pushed towards them. Like, on, I thought it'd be closer.
2: On paper, that makes sense because mm-hmm. you think, what a Golden State have? Chef. What do Boston have? Chef, 0.0, Chef 2.0 <laughs> Tatum and... All five starters defensively rated. Yeah. But as we've said many times, basketball is not played on a spreadsheet.
0: Played on the court. Now, the really cool, interesting thing is actually that both teams together, sorry, have 15 combined homegrown players. So they were drafted by their franchises. Mm-hmm. Wow, Built, Built, not bought. Yep. Built, not bought. Exactly. That's um, fucking cool. The top three playoff scorers for each team were all drafted as well. So nice. that's Steph, Clay, Jordan, um, Tatum, Brown, Smart.
2: That's very cool. Love that. Smart loves his team too.
0: Yeah. I think he's been
2: there since like 2012, mm-hmm. 2013. Yep. Um, well, you don't
0: time. dye your hair green if you don't love them, you know? <laughs> no, absolutely. <laughs> you certainly do Interesting um,
1: point you said there because the Boston Celtics are paying 235 to win the championship. Like they're not. The favorite by you know odd yeah a, a pretty big what do the bookies know that ESPN don't the kick in the nuts factor <laughs> I think <laughs> it it not, they're up. not factoring that you can't factor that in on your advanced statistics
2: for for new listeners debut listeners Isaac and I Isaac and myself um um uh, uh, avid gamblers perhaps it's a, is a term that some may say or recreationally use. yeah yeah yep. yeah um and quite often uh the bookies are pretty fucking good at, at their job they they're pretty good at keeping and taking money fact yep so if the uh odds suggest that for example golden state may win um yeah there's a high chance Draymond green is going to be kicking some nuts <laughs> <in this series. laughs>
0: Throw that in your multi.
1: <laughs> Submit that on your BYO sports bet. See so if they put a kick in
0: the nuts market in for you. <laughs> uh, all right. Should we move on to another three letter abbreviated league or something? Or? Uh, yes, the uh, National
1: Hockey League. Perhaps. Happy to yeah. touch on it. I've got quite a few notes here. Um, I'll try and breeze through it as quickly as possible. There's some very happy notes in this. Yes, yeah, true. Huge for a couple of the boys here, not so much for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, closing the conference semifinals in the playoffs and Stanley Cup playoffs, uh, the New York Rangers pulled off the near impossible, uh, winning Game Seven on the road against the Carolina Hurricanes, who had not lost a game, uh, a home game. Yep. Yeah, how good? Had not won on the road either. Yeah,
0: a couple of episodes ago, which I edited today. Yes, uh, I said, I hope that the Rangers can ruin your Hurricanes' future. <laughs> well,
1: you'll be happy. Very Spoiler happy. Spoiler alert, we've got some notes on that coming at the end of the the closing of the conference semis before the finals, conference finals. <laughs> uh, sort of tee up there. So, beat the Hurricanes at home in Game 7, uh, moving on to face the Tampa Bay Lightning, back-to-back champs. The Rangers proved too good in Game 7, jumping out to a... 2-0 lead before the Canes goalie uh, anti Ranta, went down injured and Canes had to pull in their uh, third-string goalie to play the rest of the game Ooh, and it was just too much. Game, uh, note here, Rangers' first two rounds were against teams who had injuries at the goalie position with both Pittsburgh and, Pittsburgh and Carolina having to go to their third-string goalies at some stage in the series. And a stat for you, the Rangers are the first team in NHL history to get through two rounds of the playoffs and only take the lead in those Series with a game seven win in each series, so they were down the whole series wow. until game seven. <laughs> Hell yeah! I think they they completed the three one comeback on Pittsburgh. Yep, and then obviously three uh, two comeback, comeback from three two down against Carolina. Uh, in the West, Edmonton got their own gentleman sweep of the Flames uh, with Connor McDavid. McJesus scoring the game winner and series winner in overtime in Calgary in game five. Uh, The Colorado Avalanche completed their series 4-2 with a 3-2 win over the Blues in St. Louis in game six. Heartbreak for the Blues with the Avalanche scoring with six seconds to go in regulation time. Mm. Sad news for Isaac was that out of the four teams I had futures on, all of four of them made it through to the second round of the playoffs None of them have advanced their conference finals. <laughs> so Shekels are gone. <laughs> <laughs> shekels missing.
0: Now I would suggest listening to Isaac's um takes on anytime goal scorers. Yep. Um but clearly the man knows nothing about hockey. <laughs> I wouldn't say nothing. <laughs> clearly nothing. Um he should have put money on the Rangers from the beginning. Yep. Up the boys.
2: They were paying such good odds, too. No one expected them. Still are, I think. <laughs> Probably still are, yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, I, be- I don't know if it was game seven, but one of the games, New York are down maybe 2-0, maybe even 3-0, and uh, the Jesus of Sweden, <laughs> not the Swedish god, who we all clearly know is Zlatan, Zlatan. Ibrahimovic. Yep. yes uh is. I believe scored two goals of his own and four assists in a single game.
0: This is fact. Might have
2: been two assists.
0: Yeah, I think that game was 4-3. Yeah. Was it not? Yeah, cool. Either way... Lots of score involvements for the man.
2: He came out a couple of minutes in the second period to score a huge goal and
1: just... Carried. That was his turning point. He's been on fire since that game. After being pretty quiet prior to that
2: game in the playoffs, Uh, I don't know what happened, but he turned something on. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, maybe it's the Zlatan in him. (laughs) Maybe. Uh,
1: For those wanting no current odds, Avalanche dollar eighty. This is to win the cup. Uh, Lightning four twenty. Rangers four seventy five. Oilers ten dollars to win the cup. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) (laughs) So getting into the uh, conference finals. So, yesterday it was Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals between the Avalanche and the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, it was an absolute shootout with the Avalanche winning Game 1 at home. Eight goals to six goals. For those wondering, the average total goal scored in a complete match is six between both teams, usually. Like a 4-2, yep. something like that. You might see a 3-3 three, three go to overtime, seven goals. Something like that, usually. I think the over for this game... It was seven. Was seven. It was seven at the start of the game, which is high, right? You Incredibly see, high. You see seven, seven can't seven be and you're understated. Like, oh, usually it's five and a half. Maybe this season scoring is a bit more, so six.
2: You see seven, you put money on the under.
1: You don't even think about it. Maybe, maybe. But I think if you see seven, seven is high, the bookies know it's going to be high scoring, and they're like, ah, it's seven. People won't bet seven. If you see seven, put money on over. Yeah, seven now
2: if if you've been following the NHL this season mm-hmm. and you see EDM or AVS mm-hmm. and the overs 6.5 you hit it over every time and it was set at seven it but it's
1: playoffs and you're thinking goalies will step up yeah. teams play harder defense more checking maybe it'll be six maybe it'll be eight that's it it could easily be uh you know four two four three yep Something like that. 3-3 three, three, yep. goes to overtime. Yep. Seven goals total. And it's a push.
2: But in this case, seven was cleared. Uh, eight goals were achieved.
1: Yep. Yep.
2: By Great. a single team. <laughs> yeah. Kind of <laughs>
1: ridiculous. Um, so, some interesting news. Bad news for the Avalanche. Upper body injury to their goalie, Darcy Kemper. Oh. Right. Unknown status um, for game two. So, guess what, boys? Bet the over until he's back because <laughs> 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 the Oilers are going to be scoring again. Big time. Um, game two, obviously, in Colorado again. Uh, for those wondering, there was five goals in the first period, in the first game. <laughs> six in the second period and just a measly three in the third period. Yeah, yeah really quietened down. Yeah, the boys got tired, hey? <laughs> yeah, when they when they uh, pulled the f- first starting goalers and went, you guys were crap. And put the (laughs) new ones on. The goals really um, locked up a bit. Wow. So, yeah. It'll be interesting. So, the Oilers definitely have the advantage in the goalie matchup now. Yep. But Colorado's defense is better.
2: EDM have no defense. They don't. But their goalies run deep. Yeah. Right to the third.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Their um, Um, their e-bug or whatever it's called is also pretty good. Probably. Yeah. Probably. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um. In the Eastern Conference Final, so we've obviously got the Rangers against the Tampa Bay Lightning.
0: Yeah, this surprised me. I only just checked the result now. Yep. Um, uh, earlier
1: today, <laughs> Rangers yeah. have home ice advantage for this matchup, finishing one place above the Lightning in the standings, yep. only on difference of losses versus overtime losses. <laughs> wow. They had the same amount of points for the season. Uh, obviously, Tampa Bay scored more goals so uh, yeah. higher goal differential, but it was just the losses versus wow. overtime losses. Wow. Um, which got the Rangers over with uh, home ice. Uh, so, many expected this series to be close and low scoring, right? <laughs> obviously. We've got the two best goalies on the planet at the moment. Best goalie in the league this season for the Rangers, Igor Shisterkin, uh versus Andrei Vasilevsky. Second best goalie, obviously. Yep. Back-to-back champion goalie. Uh, ridiculously good. Just two brick walls in goal, right? Yep. Uh, and then today... We had a classic rest versus, versus rush. Uh, rust. <laughs> rest versus rust scenario, right? Bit of a tongue twister. So, Tampa Bay coming into this game after nine days off because they swept the Florida Panthers. Too in the much. Second round. Too much. Too much time. Ah, too Rust much. clearly won this time with the Lightning looking sloppy and not up to game speed. Bad turnovers and slow bench changes costing them goals. And the Rangers winning game one today, six goals to two.
0: And uh, KO Sports actually uh, showing the games, so up the boys. Which Next game, ten a.m. Sunday, yep. I believe, for oh that good. series. So, uh,
1: good news for Lightning fans at this matchup, right? Oh no, no, is that in the playoffs? <laughs> the Lightning have won seventeen straight games following a loss. 17 straight wins following a loss in the park.
0: Nah, seems like a niche statistic. Yeah. So they can N- eat it. Rubbish.
1: Not really. It's not nah, like... Nah, seems pretty niche. <laughs> She'll be right. <laughs> so
0: uh, expect York, York to be switched on and a bit better prepared coming into game two.
1: Uh, <laughs> Maybe a game to look at betting the unders on this one given there was eight goals. The total might be a bit high. It was five and a half oh, for, for sure. this one. So they might bump it up to six possibly.
2: I, I can't see... Rest versus Rust, as you said. Mm-hmm. I, I can't see future games being a much yeah. They're gonna be um,
1: three two. They're gonna be back in the groove now. Nine days two, off is four. way too much. A week and a bit is way too much. Rangers played two days ago yep. in the previous series. It might as well just be a continuation of the same series. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, but there's been a Chad. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Ooh>.
1: <laughs> Excellent.
0: Um he, and yeah. he
2: did score a goal today.
0: Yeah, did, and an assist. There and were assist, six, yep. but yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Um Yeah, there were six total, but we won't hold his one against him, yeah. Well I, one <laughs> feels
2: less special when there's six from, <laughs> uh, 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 from six unique scorers, I think.
0: Uh no. No, no one no. guy got two. Ah Chittle. Or was that his yep. play? Uh, Thomas Hittle. His first name starts with an F. Oh, does it? So...
1: I'm oh, maybe it's Philip, sorry. Philip Hiddle. The C is silent.
0: Yeah, it is. It is Philip. Philip with an F and then the C is silent. Hiddle. Probably mm-hmm. Ukrainian or Bosnian. Probably Russian. Czechoslovakian yeah. oh, you boys. Go.
1: You're yep. in... Czech, Czech boys are pretty big we, in hockey.
0: We'd be doing pretty good on that GeoGuessr game that's it. right yeah. now. Shout on out that's to our Czech uh, fans. fans. Oh. Bosnia <laughs> Come check was us out. once part of Yugoslavia. Which was all USSR or something? I don't know communism, <laughs>
1: possibly. possibly. We,
0: sh- we should have said less.
2: <laughs> when you're not smart, say less. <laughs> all right. You listening, BT? <laughs> <laughs> you can't help himself. But a,
0: too bad a picture tells a thousand words. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. NHL done. Put that one in the basket. Yeah. Yeah. It's done. What's next? On to football. Football in it. No, nah, there's no football on anymore.
2: No more
1: football. S- no, sadly, football in it is over. <laughs>
0: over in it. Or club football? Kilens on
1: Sui Watch, and my <laughs> shekels are gone after the Champions League <laughs> final. Oh, oh. <laughs> I
0: was wondering what that. Well, I, I saw the, saw that written in the outline, and it didn't it didn't comprehend it. I was like, <laughs> you may, but yeah, when you said it out loud. Um, Give the real, us a recap
1: of the Champions League final. Yeah,
0: so it? um. Real scored and Liverpool lost. Football's the real winner. Shut the fuck up. <laughs>
2: it, it was a good, it was a, fu- it was an
1: outstanding match.
0: Liverpool had about a million shots. And got, a million shots. Uh, it was like and a then, FIFA like, scorecard when, if you looked at the shots.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When the opposition goalie gets a 10 rating for <sighs> the match.
0: Bro, Courtois was on fire. He he's was immense. He's like six foot six or something stupid. Um, and he's good. He knows where to be, (laughs) so he's not just large. Yep. Um, Masala, the
2: Egyptian prince, arguably one of the greatest strikers in the game right now, would just, he can do everything perfectly, would get himself in the perfect spot, belted in full power, and then almost as if, uh, back to our perhaps anime football fans now <laughs> uh, fans of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure uh, much <laughs> like uh, Dio in the end of season 3 or
0: it's a bit know, too niche being for me getting a bit too specific <laughs> 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 straight <laughs> over my head
2: <laughs> <laughs> Keeper was really good almost <laughs> like he could stop time and position
0: himself oh like Hit from Dragon Ball Super from yep. Universe 6 yep okay cool sweet alright immense yeah,
2: excellent. But um, a, a, as someone with no horse in the race, so to speak, obviously
1: wanting Liverpool to win, there was you had a, a small horse in the race. F- a small horse. Friendship. I added. To my, <laughs> I added to my horses in the race, just so you know. you <sighs> ended up losing about ten horses. <laughs> 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 it
0: it w- it was an incredible
2: game, like edge of the seat. Really, really fun, exciting game to
0: watch for ninety four minutes until I breakdown. down um, <laughs> but at least it wasn't on at like 1 a.m. at least it was at like a reasonable time. So yeah, exactly. I got on with my day. Have, have stayed busy. Not nah, <laughs> nah, just, just stay busy. Got to got to stay busy. Just stay busy, just forget about what's happened. Um
1: <laughs> Do You want to talk it out?
0: <laughs> <laughs> not really. <laughs> we went from uh possibly winning the quadruple to walking home with only two domestic trophies in the in the space of a week, yep. rubbish. Only two domestic <laughs> trophies, um, which also to be—I mean, full credit to the boys—they won two t- domestic trophies. Huge, but you know, yeah, neither of the big ones, neither of the neither of the really cool ones yeah. that <laughs> everyone likes. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. And I edited an episode of us the other day um, where you asked me, would I rather Man City or? Real in the final Yes Did ask that I said Real Yep I take it back Yep <laughs> <laughs> um, Team of destiny Yeah it's fucking bullshit um, In other football news though Go on I didn't put in that there was a Full on international game this morning That had has like community shield level vibes Where it's it was whoever won the Euros Versus whoever won Copa America So it was right. Italy versus um, Argentina uh, at Wembley. Wow. Um and the little magician did some magical things. Sounds and Argentina right. won. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unsurprisingly. Mm. Yeah. But like, yeah, turns it on for Argentina. <laughs> Hasn't found how to turn it on for Bar <laughs> Saint-Germain. <laughs> but uh yeah. That's how to segue off a really depressing topic. <laughs> yep. Excellent. I I I don't
2: think we touched on this. I mm. remember saying it to Keelan. When or where, I don't remember, but... um, Pub. Mbappe, 21,
1: basically owns PSG now. Oh, yeah.
2: 22 years old. Yep. uh, Earning 1.7 million Australian a week.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And until 2025 as well. So lock that that wage in for that many years. Mm -hmm. Ridiculous. Um,
2: And also this deal uh he struck struck mm-hmm. with PSG completely shatters Real Madrid's plans yep. of which they'd already committed to cutting players and freeing up cap space
0: they're suing PSG <laughs> or something they really? yeah they're bringing up a complaint with um with the <laughs> FA or something or they're suing them or something ridiculous um i don't know how, yeah.
2: i don't know how those issues get sorted out in the
1: yeah, probably order. in the FIFA world, someone with oil money just pays someone off. I think. I yeah. think that's normally how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. But yeah, I think Mbappe is now um Mbappe. part of the PSG board of directors, isn't he? Based on his S- new contract. Some
0: bullshit. Well, like, like, like he can
1: yeah veto new players. Yeah. He can yep. kick current players off the team. Completely unique deal okay, for com- the first time. Complete control of the team's private jet. Uh can bang the Saudi prince's missus if he wants <laughs> <laughs> Oh gladly. He
2: has seventeen <laughs> of them, so what's yeah. like um, I, I don't
1: think that means
0: anything to him.
2: <laughs> well women are commodities.
0: Yeah. Which we don't condone, but <laughs> no, like no, the no, joke no, lines no. up, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it, crazy deal. Um Ridiculous. good on him. But like <laughs> he's never won the fucking champions league, so I don't know. Shit list. <laughs> I mean
1: well, PSG is on the shit list for yeah. that reason. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. saying Adam again. I was yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was yeah, just yeah, alluding yeah. to that, yeah. yeah. Um yep. yep. Best best team in France by a country mile in the French league and they <laughs> don't win it every year.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: so. Explain. And, they, and they can't make it past the first round or whatever in the
0: Champions League. Stand by. Uh hold music or something now now i would be interested
3: what
2: we we doing this instead music podcast
0: please don't copyright strike yeah i was just just thinking um Oh, fuck's sake, I'm in 1929. Sorry, boys, let me have a scroll. He nice. steals the
1: money. Yeah, last year it was... PSG.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so if we go back from this year, PSG, last year it was Leel, Lyle, Kyle, and then PSG, 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 Monaco, PSG, 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 Montiplier. hmm Yeah, so like, their reign of terror does get interrupted. Um... Even though they have, you know, Neymar, etc. Yeah, exactly. Mbappe.
2: How can fans enjoy anything outside of the Barclays Premiership League?
0: Well, it's not Barclays anymore. It isn't. No, I see. But <laughs> the point <laughs> stands. Yes. The so point stands. In, in they don't. The, in, the in, French fans don't enjoy shit. In British football,
2: you have a game. Yeah, it's a it's football, but. Netherlands, France, Spain, so, La Liga to some
0: degree. Oh, La Liga has
1: upsets. They've got at least two good teams. At least, yeah,
2: yeah. At <laughs> least, yeah. I was Yeah. okay. okay. Um, but, but but certainly, yeah. With France, Italy's
0: all right. Italy pops off.
2: W- with France, then just stick. France to is France, yeah, no good. Why? How? Why support it? Why bother?
0: Money. You see the fans of whoever got relegated the other week in France storm the pitch and threw flares at their own team. Yep, fucking outrageous. Uh, Clearly, don't like the sport enough because, like Saint
1: Etienne, maybe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, don't know if that's how it's pronounced, but that's how Pretty I close. read it. Pretty close. Um,
2: how How would it feel? You know, for example, body, chole, cast, e- e- everyone, all on one team, all on Geelong. They win eighty five percent of the year.
1: Why would you support any other club? You know you go for the Melbourne Storm, right? And they did that for like six years in a row In the late 2000s It's pretty (laughs) It's hard to support them for that reason (laughs) Pretty apt comparison (laughs) (laughs) Born in Victoria (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so this is what happens when you don't have Salary cap rules in a sport
0: Well, you don't need salary cap per se but it helps to stop all the best players
1: going to the. You place need that some can pay sort of the most money,
0: some sort of financial fair play, which I think they still have because they're. It's probably like the US,
1: where they just pay a luxury tax, and then the big <laughs> clubs just pay the tax, and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna have LeBron James on the Lakers." Do you know how many jerseys we're gonna sell? Yeah, that's gonna yeah. pay for the tax.
0: Well, it and then they, yeah. because yeah because they do play in UEFA competition, it's like there is financial fair play, mm. but yeah, I guess it you know. They sell that they are a brand for sure. Yes. But um,
1: to be fair to them, um, clearly it doesn't matter. Because PSG don't do anything in the UA for competitions anyway. Yeah, no. Despite yeah, dicking down all of the rest of France. Yep. Fair.
0: So I mean it it's is. entirely possible that playing against subpar... Opposition <laughs> Doesn't get you ready For playing against Some of the teams From the, the hottest leagues In the world
1: Some of the best teams From the best leagues In the world
0: Yeah, yeah. It's crazy Like look how far Vill- Real got Through the Champions League mm-hmm. um, Until yeah. Liverpool Smacked them up But like they played well They beat Bayern right yeah, It's almost yep. like That two horse race Of a, of a league um, Doesn't get them Ready for it either <laughs> um, But yeah I could go on About this forever so. Uh,
2: unironically, you make a good point that perhaps until hypothetically, if a team won every single cup in their domestic and UEFA for ten years straight, they wouldn't do anything about it. That would finally people would go, "This can't, this can't happen." Yeah, this club won mm. UEFA ten years in a row, mm-hmm. but that hasn't happened. Not even close. No, as as you
0: mentioned so yep it's uh, it's a crazy world yeah decent alright close it oh shit we should flip a coin absolutely but my
1: iPad just died so uh, uh, my call this week Keon's yeah, call cool. yeah. your call yep cool.
2: yeah but how good is the English Cup I mean yeah you've got your Liverpool and your Man United and Man City
1: and Chelsea yeah 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 and Tottenham West Ham might come up West Ham is on the up. And play well. Arsenal might be all right again.
2: Leicester City won just a few years ago.
1: That's it. At a billion to one odds. Yep. Um, Newcastle United has all that oil money in it now. Yep. Could be good next season. Yep. We got the coin ready?
0: Coin is ready before we ramble forever.
1: All right. Um, (laughs) Heads or tails? Tails never fails. Flip it. Flipping, flipping, flipping. Tales of oh. Deeds does not fail. doesn't fail, boys. Um, Don't worry about it.
0: Even though Heads was due. <laughs> heads has been due for a while now. has been yep, very due. It's 45% Heads to 54% tyles, So It's
1: growing in Junus. In How? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, well, I think a lot of people have been listening to the unreleased episodes of the pod and decided to flip coins themselves. Probably. Yep. Probably. And on that bombshell. See you next week. So off. Oh I go first. Uru. Scullin off. I hated it. Yuck.